Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Xbox Era podcast. I'm joined, as always, by a special Nick. What's going on? And in a exclusive debut um, of what was going to be the Xbox 4, but Rand's very unwell, send him all of your love. Mr. Jez Corden from Windows Central, live on camera, the Shrimp King Ooh. himself. How you doing, The Jez? Shrimp King. I am shrimply awesome. <laughs> How are you guys away. doing? Man, <laughs> I just like... I had to come on the show because I really like... I need to tease out of Nick. What's with the shrimp stuff, Nick? Yeah, what is you this? You know what the hell stuff? the shrimp is. Tell the people what it means. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is, this is how it's like, going to be all, all night now. The, 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 amount, the amount of DMs I've been getting on Twitter, I've been absolutely... Like and the thing is, I'm one of those people that feels obligated to reply to pretty much every Twitter DM. Your OCD and, won't allow you not to. Yeah, and once oh this God. all started, I'm like, I can't anymore. I have to just, I'm just hitting delete on them as soon as I see. Oh, do you know what the shrimp is? Jez asked me to ask you. I'm just like, that. Nah, I'm just deleting them all now. Oh my I just, God. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, I have but, to stop this. But shit. seriously, just as planned. What what is what is the shrimp like, Nick? Come on, you've been teasing it for weeks, it's months. It's nothing. Now. I haven't teased anything. It's nothing. <laughs> it is absolutely nothing. Oh god, We're, I think we've made it, guys. We're now getting Xbox trolls that give money to troll, and I, I love it. Yeah, look, so, there's one so already. Much. There's one already. <laughs> Killer of Xbox for one. Killer of Xbox. Mind. Nick has no games. Xbox has no games. You lied. Switch Plus SF twenty twenty one. What's SF? Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. Yeah. Basically, I didn't say Starfield was 2021, buddy. It's fraud. But I was right that there was ads for it. Um, and Jez Corden, too. <clears throat> I presume that's you. Is that you on your YouTube no. account, Jez? Or is that just another... No. That's just no, another Jay Corden. Me. Wow. Just a... Wow. Two Brits and a yeah, redneck. Yeah, there, there, is, there is another one. Cordon. Oh, Cordon. Right? Yeah. yeah. Evil Dark Twin. Two Brits and a redneck Brit. There's another one. And there's, there's a few J Cordons and Cordens in the world. Yeah, Cordens. Uh, Nick, please stop ignoring all my DMs and just tell me what the shrimp is. Just said you would tell me. That's what all my Twitter That's DMs are. Now. That's what they all are. They're just <laughs> that now. I think you That's should just it. make something up. Make something completely ben- bonkers up and just say, yeah, coming oh, in 2025. Man. And then by then, maybe people will forget about it. The current theory going is that because shrimp apparently have 26 legs, they've, they're now up to 26 studios. That's the current theory going. Yeah, I saw that one being bad. Is that what it is? <laughs> Let us know. Is, is that I, I what it is? I don't know. God's sake. Um, in non-shrimp related news, um, mm. have you guys been playing any video games this week? Dare I ask? Yes. yes. What have you been playing? What have you been playing? Jez, we'll start with you. What have you been playing this week? Anything fun? I've been playing Chivalry 2 religiously mm. the last couple of days. Like, it's, uh, if you don't know what it is, uh, Chivalry is like, um, it's like a multiplayer medieval melee PvP game, basically. Um, you know, axes and swords and maces and all that good stuff. And uh, it's horrifically violent and incredibly hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sort of, you know, Holy Grail, Monty Python sort of humor <laughs> kicking off and stuff. A lot of the achievements reference Monty Python and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> you can use anything as a weapon, 
pick up a fish or a chicken leg or someone's severed head and beat Beautiful. someone to death with it. It's it's incredible, man. Like it, it just feels great. Like the the system for the combat and the collision physics and and the everything about it's just hilarious. It's like it's really accessible, but it you know when you do when you actually do manage to do something skillful, it feels really good. And yeah, I've just been playing it nonstop. It's uh, it's mm. available now, I think, on I, Xbox. I, uh, I saw you yeah, you added you made a little awesome. montage of all of your shenanigans. <laughs> just for yeah, fun. It's, it's so clippable because <laughs> <laughs> because it's just mm. so hilariously violent. I was a big every fan time of like cut. I never played the first one. I was unfamiliar. I played I played Mordhau a bit on PC, yeah. mm. but I never played the original Chivalry. Um, I couldn't get into Mordhau for some reason. I don't know if it was just like too complicated or something. But um, it was very very Chivalry flash in the pan. I think Mordhau. Yeah, maybe. Like. I, I don't know, but. I mean, Chivalry might end up being the same way, you know, but, like, I felt like Chivalry 2 was way more accessible to get into than Mordhau was. Yeah. Um, at least for me. Like, a better tutorial system, and and also, the hu- I think the humour kept me coming back to push through l- the learning curve. Like, even though, like, I was getting wrecked to start with, I was it was just so hilarious that I just accepted getting wrecked, and then eventually I pushed <laughs> through that and actually started getting some good kills, so... Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. Found it it's been a busy week because of uh, Windows 11. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing since it came out. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Nicholas? Anything uh, exciting, um, new? Well, 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 I finished off Ratchet and Clank and got the Platinum Trophy nice. for it and decided to make the mistake of... Um, <laughs> of tweeting out that I had completed Ratchet and Clank and just wasn't sure after that like I love the game don't get me wrong it's I love the Ratchet series and I've bought them all and platinum them all the ones that have a platinum and um like so someone from the discord for my birthday sent me $30 of PlayStation credit so I thought you know what I'll I'll break my own rule and I'll buy Ratchet and Clank and so I bought the deluxe edition because I had the $30. But in Australia, PlayStation 5 games didn't receive just a $10 price bump like they did for the rest of the world. No, no, no. They received a $30 price bump. <laughs> so you. The, deluxe, oh the deluxe edition was $140, but the standard edition was $125. So I'm like, for $15, bucks, i will just get the deluxe. I had the $30, so it came down to $110, which is still a lot of money. And so that's what I said on Twitter. I said, I don't know if I can justify $110 anymore. How dare you? Not to do with the way Australia taxes games, though. No, but that's digital, though. That's a digital price. Right. So I don't know why why would our government... uh, I don't know. And why don't Xbox and Nintendo... like? I get Nintendo games for $60, which apparently I lied about. And that's the thing. I, I get staff discount at the retailer I go to. And though they release Nintendo's games for $69, I get 9 bucks off. So I only pay 60 bucks for Nintendo's games. Which brings me to Mario Golf, which is the other game I'm playing. Um, really, really good. Mario Golf. It's fun. I heard it's it was what a, bit, I a bit light on content, though. Was that... Was it just... Uh, I don't know. I think they're just comparing it to the older versions. Like, I'm playing yeah. through the story mode. 
so I haven't sat there and really dug through the rest of it to see how many courses it's got blah 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 blah, blah. I don't know I'm enjoying it so far I've always liked those Barrio sports games but well, um yeah I upset a lot of people when yeah. I said that I don't want a day one PS5 games anymore I, I saw myself on two podcasts that were calling me a liar about how much I pay for Nintendo games um, which was a bit surreal does that mean I've made it? I, have I made it? I don't know anymore really. if people are shitting on me on podcasts have I made it? I guess yeah sure Jez, tell, tell me come on you cop it all the time Jez have I made it? I don't know man <laughs> <laughs> who knows you, you haven't point. made it until Microsoft starts giving you the, the checks for shilling man yeah wait you guys aren't getting the checks, uh, but well, it's it's nice to know that you guys are at least playing new games. Uh, I finally, finally finished Mass Effect One after taking my sweet, sweet time with it because it was the oldest game and I hadn't played it since two thousand and seven. And I'm knee deep in Mass Effect Two, and oh god, I love that game so much. Like every mission is just good. I'm still mm. playing through it. I haven't had a chance to play much else because I've been busy building a garden which people may have seen on Twitter today. That's how boring my life is now as a middle-aged adult with two kids, is building a garden and building a shed. So that's 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 been my week, really. Um, you should play Lawnmower Simulator. Do you know what? I might have to add it to my list because <laughs> I'm not allowed to mow my lawn because it's new turf. So just to get some practice in, maybe I'll like see if there's a level that's similar to my garden and understand how I'll mow the lawn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll have to test that one. Um, there's not a huge amount of news this week. Um, so before we dive into the few bits and pieces that there were, um, Jez, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, man. Um, we've obviously yeah, thanks, thanks for jumping me, man. We, we've been after Rand after Rand bloody piked. Yeah, well, look, Rand's got a very good excuse. Um, he purposefully <laughs> no, contracted pneumonia to avoid coming on on the show and have uh, an inaugural mm. episode of the Xbox Four. But please send him all of mm. your love and best wishes. I'm sure he'll be back on his feet soon enough. Um, but you know, we've been watching and we've been fans of Windows Central since before we even started. So it's it's kind of like a, it's, it's it's a very cool moment for us to have have you on the show. Mm. I know there's there's been a lot of bants between you and and Nick uh, online over over the years. Um, oh yeah, Jez and I, I have twisted his arm repeatedly to join the Discord, and then he leaves, and then I twist his arm again to join again. <laughs> he sees all the people leaves. whinging, whinging and hating. Sometimes I just get like so busy and so overwhelmed that like the only way I can get control of things again is to cut certain things out. So like I end up like leaving like all the Discord servers I'm in, and just like you know delete i delete facebook and a bunch of other social media and delete reddit and then just sort of like you know okay now now i've scaled back a bit i can breathe you know because i just get so distracted i made like a windows mm. central discord recently and i, I just like in there for just chatting away and it's like oh god i got a deadline here <laughs> like, i just i just like scatterbrained and man i think i think that's enough modern social media though like i find myself you know at the end of a day 1am suddenly cruising through and catching up on everything that's happened and making sure i'm aware uh, and i'm trying to make a conscious effort to not do that as much even if it means i miss out on things but you know you've got to you got to look after number one um yeah a couple of super chats have appeared tim chimney yes. hi guys Tim Chimini. can you cover hardware ray tracing at some point it seems like the series s is being left behind is the hardware even being used yet? Um, mm. 
I, I don't know if we're the guys to answer that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm no. I'm no technical nerd. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm actually like, I'm moving house next week, and um, I'm not bringing my Series X with me. I only have a Series S, so I do plan on doing like a thorough investigation into the state of the Series S as it pertains to this summer. So, um, I'll be definitely looking at some of that stuff because, you know. When I when I want something and just like bang bang Microsoft doors, Microsoft, I want ray tracing now. Make it happen. Yeah. So, well, the um, text there. Assume, we've saw it with Watchdogs, right? So yeah, I, I can only assume once games are not tied down to the Xbox One, maybe, and they're using the full feature set of the newer consoles. Perhaps I don't know. I think it's. I, I think that's something to do with it. It's kind of like you know they're just sort of. They're just sort of a lot of the games right now are ports from the Xbox One, mm. yeah. and they just sort yeah. of bolt next gen features onto the onto it. Yeah, yeah. If when when we get to a point where they're making games for next gen natively, um, presumably the Series S will be sort of more utilized, should we say? Yeah. But until then, I, I suppose we're going to be in this sort of uncanny valley where it's sort of like mm. Xbox One versions with some tweaks and stuff like that. And it's even yeah. the case right now for the Series X. A lot of the games are One X or Series... Um, <clears throat> Damn Xbox One versions that are, Yeah. <laughs> man, yeah. it's... Ah, oh, man. Why, why couldn't they just call them Xbox One, Two, Three, and 4? Yeah. I know. Why you does Xbox Cloud have to be called I said it. Xbox I was Game saying Pass it for ages. Cloud Gaming? Hmm. That, they could that's... have called it Xbox 5 they yeah. had a chance to call it Xbox 5 and they didn't take it the cloud gaming is the most egregious though because it's like yeah we've been publicly calling it xCloud for three years, years. or something mm. no let's call it Xbox Game Pass streaming for cl- is it the, I can't I can't even remember what it is it's it's officially called Xbox cloud gaming right but the search volume mm. around that is next to nothing yeah everyone calls it xCloud you know, mm. or Xbox Game Pass, you know, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Cloud Gaming <laughs> Streaming Service Subscription. God damn it. It's Microsoft. for Android. <laughs> <laughs> for Android and web. You know, it's it's, it's oh so God. complicated. But Yeah, overly so well. complicated. That's Microsoft. That's Microsoft yeah. for mm, you. It really is. Yeah. Uh, we've got another super chat. Uh, undisputed nerd Jez, it's time to confess that the shrimp, what the shrimp is, because Gorgura did an Xbox sponsored stream. G A W R Gura, G U R A. Yeah, VTuber. Oh. She, she's, oh, right. a, she's a VTuber and, and she's like a shark, and there's this whole shrimp thing. And some people thought oh, it was related right. to that. Um, right. It's, right, a, right, it's right. an anime. It's an anime shark girl VTuber, basically. Now, I'll, do you okay. want to know the truth about the shrimp? Oh do you want to know the truth? Okay. Didn't you tell right. me? You told me. I, I Yeah, I'd, I'd be telling people, but, you know, just, just to put it to bed. I was awake for 36 hours in a row covering E3, right? I was awake for 36 hours. I, I had insomnia. I couldn't sleep. I had tons of work on. And I was just, I just, I was losing my mind, right? And I encountered that joy. Have you seen the joy shrimp emoji on Discord? Yeah. Hmm. It's a shrimp with a joy laughing face with the tears. Yeah. I saw that and I laughed for 10 minutes because I was so <laughs> tired. I was delirious and I, was, I thought it was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. 
So then I edited the Xbox logo on the shrimp and I just mm. tweeted Xbox shrimp because I was just mm. I was losing I was losing it man I was absolutely losing it and then <laughs> it got like 700 or 800 likes or something and loads of people in the replies were saying stuff like what is this teasing what is this cryptic message so and then like then like Jeff Grubb and, and some other people were DMing me saying like people are asking me what this shrimp is is this actually <laughs> anything so I was just like this is hilarious I'm gonna run with this so then it just sort of became, <laughs> became this like troll thing it literally means nothing. I was just, I was just. I kept telling everyone that. <laughs> no one believes me. But everyone just, thinks it it's something, so and it's not. I keep telling them, stop DMing <laughs> me. <laughs> DM uh, Jez. Jez knows. All right, keep your secrets. My, my Instagram, my Instagram algorithm thinks I'm obsessed with shrimp now. <laughs> And it's like, when I'm scrolling through my feed, it's just like, you can buy shrimps for a pet. And it's like shrimp videos and science videos and stuff like that. And I actually started researching how easy it is to keep shrimp as a pet. It's pretty easy, apparently. And I bought the shrimp pillow as well, because Matt Matt was like, I got this shrimp neck pillow and it's awesome. I was like, I'm going to have that as well. And uh, I don't know, it just became this whole sort of forced meme, I guess. But it was just Yeah, but you burdened me with it. I love that. That's just because it was funny. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Sir, Sir Monte Carlo, great show, guys. Didn't know you guys started recording in 120 FPS, true or not? <laughs> yes, Carlos, 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, is this one of uh, your Rocket League companions? Yes, that's my Rocket okay. League partner. Right. That's my Rocket League I partner. I sensed an in joke. I was like, well, no, it's not in 120 FPS. What's wrong with you? But, okay. And, okay. and by, the way, by the way, Georgie, I don't regret buying. Ratchet and Clank. It's not that I regret it. All I'm saying is that I can. I don't think I can justify going forward spending over a hundred dollars on games that I'm not going to be playing for long. And I didn't pay for Mario Golf. It was a birthday present. Why? Just to get that out there. Why don't you use that all that Xbox era of riches millions that you guys have from all that fat ad revenue, man? Because yeah. John doesn't give any of that to me. I, I don't share it out to anyone. It just sits in a bank account accruing interest to fund more. John does, John does not give any account. of it to me. Uh, well, it's, you know what? Just into you, cryptocurrency. Yeah, you've <laughs> given me a good segue. So if, if you haven't seen it uh, this week, we've announced a little giveaway, but it's a special one because we designed a, using Design Labs, we used designed an Xbox era themed pad, which is pretty easy to do because our buttons are the Xbox buttons. Um, but oh. it's there with 12 months of Game Pass. All you have to do is like follow all of us, all of our stuff on uh, Twitter and YouTube. And that is literally it. You're in with a chance and then we'll pick a winner at random next Friday. So if you haven't done that and you're watching the show, please go and do that. Um, because, yeah, mm. we want to give it away and let someone have it. Even if you're in a non-Design Labs country, we'll find a way to get it to you. So. Like me. Like you, Australians. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, Halo pretty good and it looks pretty good at e3 um they had yeah. a big inside uh, halo infinite blog um earlier this week lots and lots and lots of detail that not even i have had all of the chances in the world to uh look at but one thing that that stood out to me and you know you guys feel free to, to pipe up with any particular nuggets that you found interesting they were talking about and they were showing waypoint and what it's going to look like and the one thing that kind of rang some alarm bells for me that I didn't see a single mention or discussion of uh, what a revamped file share 
would look like. Now, I say this as a Halo fan in that Halo 3 days, the file share was great. You could group game types to maps and you could share them and people could download sets. And then Halo 4 came out and it didn't have it. And Halo 5 came out and it kind of had a thing, but it wasn't as good as the thing from 2007. And I know that the road to Halo Infinite being developed has been a little bit bumpy. Uh, but there is this worry in me as a as a big forge person that likes to make maps and share them that there isn't one and that's why they didn't talk about it so that's that's my big takeaway apart from all the other cool stuff they showed but i don't know if you guys did you did you read through it did you catch up on it at all i'm not into lego games so i skipped it (laughs) i forget you don't like halo do you you're just not i i have I have a guy. I have a guy, Brendan Lowry, on uh, Windows Central. We hired. I hired him just to cover Halo because I didn't want to cover him myself. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> um, and he does an amazing job. But he, he, like, he absolutely loves it. He knows like all the lore and reads all the books and all yeah. that sort of stuff. I could just never put that kind of effort into it. But I will say that like he did a piece on Windows Central, which was comparing the graphics of last year to this year. Yeah, I saw it. It is night and day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, ca- like, I always joke. Yeah, I always joke on on our podcast that it's that it's a Lego game and stuff. Can't really say that anymore because it looks pretty amazing. So, um, mm. but yeah, I, I don't really get into the nitty gritty of Forge and and all that stuff. Yeah, that's I... that's the map maker, right? The map maker. Yeah, tool. yeah. It's, yes, it's, yes. It's all the the user generated stuff. So it's 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 been a weird addiction of mine since the Halo Three days. Um, I was the was one with my with my friend who I forged the map with. We were the first ever map in in public matchmaking, forge map, which is a you pretty know, cool um, claim to fame. One of the one of the key things that because um, you know there's there's this there's this whole sort of story about how Phil sold gaming to Satya Nadella, mm-hmm. and um, mm. they sort of hinted at it <clears throat> in their sort of media briefings last week for E3. They kept talking about creator sovereignty. That they, they use that word creator sovereignty with the Windows 11 reveal as well. Yeah. Um, Satya Nadella is really big on Microsoft's mission to let people create content, which is mm. why they approved the Minecraft purchase in the first place. So, like with regards to Forge, obviously it's part of Microsoft's mission. You know, in their mission statement, it says something like empower others to do more. And yeah, they they, yeah. they think of it in terms of creator economy, yeah. let cre- people you know make things and then maybe even potentially sell them. I don't think they're going to sell Forge maps, but um, if you look at like what Bethesda did with their modding store, and you look at what they're doing with Minecraft, you know that that Sonic thing they just released mm. that was made by community community yeah. members. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that. made by Microsoft. Some some community dudes made it, and they're going to make a ton of money on it. And like the, I bought the it. creators. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't tried it myself, but it looks pretty cool. But there mm. are creators in the Minecraft marketplace who make millions of dollars, literally wow. millions of dollars, building content for that community and then selling it, mm. and, you know, making a profit. So um, <clears throat> I would expect and hope that Forge has the tools that it needs to, you know, be popular and be a cornerstone of it and stuff like that, just because of mm. that mission statement. Yeah, I I hope so, and it sounds reasonable to assume that because we saw, you know, Forza Horizon Five has a, a much deeper, more evolved version of you know their kind of UGC user generated content kind of vehicle for for Forza. I I don't know. I just 
I think back to the nightmare of Halo 5 in that Halo 5 was, was actually, as, as far as Halos go, it was actually a good game, all right? I know there's a lot of haters out there, that, and the campaign isn't the best campaign, but the multiplayer was incredibly solid. The biggest problem mm. was is that they didn't release Forge until, like, I, I don't know, a month or two months in. And at that point, all of the imagination... Like, you kept seeing all these cool things being made, but people had already moved on. Um, and I, I just mm. really hope it's it's there at launch all over again. Um, it scares me as a as a forge nut that I can't make things, uh, even though it's really addictive and marriage jeopardising. But yeah, you know, uh, I, I did watch I did watch the comparison the graphics comparison videos. There's like a bunch of them, hmm. and it's not just an improvement. Like one of, some of the videos were showing the multiplayer visuals versus last year's campaign, and even the multiplayer looks better than last year's campaign reveal yeah like it's a massive improvement it's good it's really yeah. good i can't wait to play it but yeah, mm. yeah it shows what a difference lighting and stuff can make and it also like yeah. it speaks to the fact that like um you know it's 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 a it's a pretty large amount of work to make a slice of a game for an e3 showcase and stuff mm, like that mm. because you basically have to implement all these lighting and shadows and shaders and and all that sort of stuff that maybe generally comes later in the development like you don't you don't need the lighting model to test the gameplay for example which is why i don't think we got like hellblade at e3 because they didn't want to have a like that maybe they could have showed some hellblade gameplay but it wouldn't have had the all the lighting and maybe some of mm -hmm. the you know special effects that sort of make it pop and yeah. um they probably wanted to avoid another halo infinite thing where everyone was like <laughs> you know craig craigified you know do you, do you think craig so. will be in the game at some point somehow craig like, has to be in the game somehow i think I like that microsoft has this whole like lean into the memes ethos now so it's very hip mm. very very they, they've gotten really good at social media the last few years yeah they, they used to be terrible at it like if you <laughs> yeah. go if you go back and like look at some of microsoft's older presentations and stuff you can just tell that there was just no brains behind the wheel you know yeah, <laughs> they were just sort of sleep sleepwalking in, didn't really get any get any of that culture and stuff, and um, but they they've done a much better job of it now. Yeah, I think whoever yeah, yeah. whoever runs the the Game Pass main Twitter account deserves like one hell of a raise because they just nail it ninety five percent of the time. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. There, there was one uh, I I on on the social media topic like I think, and I think they won an award for it, right? Um, yeah, it's my, did, it's my favorite yeah the, the series s oh it's there like it was the best way and the most fun <laughs> and hype way that a console has ever been revealed forget stupid like <laughs> oh come and log in here and watch this video like at this time the fact that it was out there and then they were like you know it was just perfect and that that i think was it was well deserving of that award i loved that it was so much fun i deserve mm. that reward <laughs> <laughs> they got that tweet because of me <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, Brad as get Brad as well, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. Brad I leaked the pictures, and I leaked the price and the launch date. Yeah, I, oh, I, man. they were more cross with Brad though because he just shared all the images of it, right? And it was just like, boom, here it is. Is the thing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's like all the, all the pe all the Google traffic was like, what? How much does it cost? So I got like a boatload of traffic, mm. but all the social traffic was like Brad's picture. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a picture. So it's like he got he got like in trouble i think but. i i imagine right because <laughs> at the end of the day there's there's a team probably there that are like looking forward to revealing it and 
I think that the image was obtained not by Brad, but it was given to Brad via someone being. A well, it was. It wasn't just Brad. Like it just. It was just out there, and I think yeah. like it's not. It's not like me and Brad or other you know in, insiders or whatever, whatever you want to call these people, journalists or whatever. I don't even know anymore. But it's not like we sit there thinking like, how can we spoil this announcement? Yeah. It's like something. I had the information, and Brad had the information probably weeks before it actually came out but something mm. happened that was kind of like well if if we don't leak it or i don't leak someone's it, going someone's to. someone else is going to oh. do it and it's ultimately like a case of like do you compete you know because there's other people who are like mm. prolific prolifically leaking in tech too like um like ev leaks for example i don't know if you know know him yeah. he leaks a lot of tech and he leaks he leaks surface devices you know so and sometimes xbox hardware as well so it's like when people like that and other you know when it when it's out there it's out there and then everyone just sort mm. of you know goes ahead with it but yeah um, yeah it's a tricky game to play you know yeah and you know all about that nick with your shrimp <laughs> uh oh uh, yeah the shrimp also yes but <laughs> also the um ghost of ghost of ikishima thing yeah, you've upset a few yeah. people this week. Yeah, well, well, what Jez said was perfect. Like, Dealer was hinting at it. Like, so the, the the source that told me about Ghost of Ikishima told me about it like four or five days ago, and they were like, "Look, let me talk to my person to find out what's going on and whether we can say anything." Blah 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 blah. So I forgot about it, and then that source DM'd me with Dealer's tweet. Yeah, because Dealer was hinting at Ghost of Tsushima DLC slash expansion, and I was like, "Oh, do I say anything?" They're like, "Okay, quote tweet him, mention it's coming most likely 2021, blah 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 blah." So I did, and then some other random person DM'd me on Twitter with the name and everything. So I took a screenshot of that, sent it to my guy. And I was like, uh, do people know this is a thing now? They're like, fuck it, leak it, just say what it is, da-da-da, the whole thing. I'm like, cool. That that so was started- a pretty prolific leak because, like, I don't get Sony information, but even I heard about that. That's why I replied mm. to Dealer with more or less because I'd heard it was like yeah, Miles yeah. Morales, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Um, it's like, like it's standalone expansion. Yeah, yeah. Like, I never get Sony information, and even I heard about that. So mm. that was that was gonna leak. <laughs> so even yes, if like dealer right. or someone else didn't leak it, and that's someone the thing. Like, I, I said to my person that gives me a lot of Sony stuff. I was like, when they first told me, like I said, it was like four or five days ago. I'm like, can we just leak this now? Like, is this one of those things where you tell me to hold on and then it gets out there before I get a chance? They're like, nah, no one knows about this. I'm like, okay, I'll trust you. <laughs> and then <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see everyone knew about hinting. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this was this the other thing that you kind of talked? We talked about last week, and you're like, oh, "I'm going to save this in." Was it that? No, this oh, is okay. something else. Okay, okay. This is something else. I, I was told about a remaster. Oh no, I'll stop. Oh, okay. I'll stop. I was just, I, it's early in the morning, and I nearly, I nearly let that slip. Yeah. Um, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Sir Monte Carlo again. He's he's. Thing has been sitting there. Absolutely great seeing Jez on camera. You should do this more often, Jez. No reason to hide that beautiful beard. <laughs> See, Jez? Well, He's right. I only, I only got a webcam recently. Like, well, I, 
I got I got this like terrible integrated webcam in my laptop, which you know looks like a, a Nokia, you know, ninety two ten, like mm. yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> I can't even remember the number of it. Yeah, it is it's a good slide. Two megapixel. Thank you. That's a full on beard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from a bit of beard envy. I keep like trying to pull this out to try and keep up, and it's not working. <laughs> what do you mean? Look at this one. This is like a 16 year old's beard. Well, no, it's, your, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. your chiseled, you know, Greek Australian boy band beard. You know, it's fine. Well, this is like this is a lockdown beard. Like I just haven't shaved since like <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> it's, it's, you've got to be, like I've got a friend of mine. He's you know he's, he's dark haired, but yep, he he's got the ginger beard, and he just yeah, embraces I, it, and he's yeah, does the mutton chops and the giant tash. Yeah, it's some not? kind of genetic yeah. thing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty prone in like Northern Europe, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. But it, it really it annoys my girlfriend, which is another plus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, Ruthwick, I ne- I nearly let it slip, and Hassan, <laughs> I did almost let that slip. We almost mm. found the, funny thing the is, true meaning the, of the, the shrimp. The funny thing is, I could probably I could probably say what it is. I just. I you said, chose you to s- hold on to it. You said there was no rumor mill this week, so you know, I unless know. you change and your that's mind. That's why I'm not. Okay. I'll see. I'll think about it. You know okay. what? I'll DM this person. I'll DM this person and well, ask them if I can say something. I'll while you're doing that, I'll segue a little bit. Um, Jez, obviously, you know, you're here on the show. We mentioned earlier that we've been big fans of Windows Central, and I'd appreciate that. Obviously, on Rand's show, everybody everybody knows you, but and I'm sure that there's there's probably like a 99% crossover with our audience and yours anyway. Uh, but for my own personal curiosity, how how did Windows Central sort of appear? Is it is it your baby, or did you join a team? Because it's it's uh, risen to team. sort of massive heights in the last couple of years, right? So, like, tell us a little bit about the journey, a little bit about the story of you and Windows Central. Well, <clears throat> I told this story before, but like, I'll give you an abridged version. Go for it. Um, I was sort of like I was in my mid twenties, but I was about twenty four, and um. I'm a high school dropout. I didn't go to uni, anything like that. And um, the job center forced me to get an, a position as a junior IT guy at a local high school, um, which was actually a pretty nice job. You know, I worked with nice people. It was minimum wage, but, you know, it was a job. Yep. But a lot of it was like the IT crowd literally just sitting, waiting for the <laughs> phone to ring. So, like, while sitting, waiting for the phone to ring... Um, I decided I was going to brush up on my web design skills because I used to make websites when I was a teenager um, and make flash cartoons and animations mm. and stuff. <laughs> and I thought, like, I, I, I'll bring my web design out of the 90s and learn CSS and stuff. So as I was doing that, I was like, well, I need some content for this blog that I was making. So I started blogging while waiting for the phone to ring for, like, IT problems. Um <laughs> Now I'm here. <laughs> Boom. It's that easy. Fast, um, fast forward. But, uh, but it, it, it was Cut sort two. of like... I, I'd always liked Xbox, but I was never really into it. You know, I was more... I played more on PC. I played on a Tournament 99 World of Warcraft religiously yep. back then. Um, I played Xbox every now and then. You know, I didn't play it that much. But um, I at the time, I was hanging out with these people um, who I knew from school... And there was this guy who was like a massive Apple fanboy. And I'd never <laughs> known anyone to be a fanboy of a tech company. Like, Uh-oh. I just thought it was so weird. Like, he had like an Apple logo on the front door. He had like Steve Jobs' biography on his coffee table. And he had like Macs all over the place and iPhones. And was really, really like into this stuff. And 
I thought mm. like I thought his passion was like interesting, but at the same time, just to be a dick, I like he was always like get an iPhone, get an iPhone, because I didn't even have a smartphone back then. It was always like get an iPhone, get an iPhone, but just to be a dick, I got a Windows phone just to be a dick. Good man. <laughs> and um, Windows was, phone is the d- best. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be contrarian, I got a Windows phone and. The only Windows Phone website that existed was Windows Phone Central, WPCentral.com, back then. Mm. Um, and uh, I started like learning about Windows Phone through Win- WP Central, which is now Windows Central. Yeah. Mm. And um, so I, I, when I was making my blog, I was like blogging about Windows Phone too and my experiences with it. And I was like, oh wow, I can get Xbox achievements on this too. And I got in, into Xbox more because of the connectivity between the phone and mm. the Xbox at the time. And I started blogging about that, and you know, I one day Nokia rang me up, and they were like, "Do you want to come and see a phone launch in Barcelona? We'll pay for wow. it." Wow! Just just wow. randomly out of the blue, because they they were just desperate for any Windows Phone press at the time, and yeah. no one's That's writing about cool. it. So like, there was just me and a bunch of hobby bloggers. They invited out to Barcelona to see the launch of Lumia six forty. And Window Daniel mm. Rubino and Windows Central were there, um, covering the new phone launch because back then they only covered Windows Phone. Um, and uh, I I landed an interview with Nokia's marketing VP or something while I was there, and um, I wrote that up and posted it on Reddit, on my blog, just like Xbox era, you know, just like a you know yep. personal blog or whatever, um, small, you know, new and growing and stuff. And uh, Daniel Rubino must have read my blog, and then he just while I was in Barcelona, he just offered me a job. It's like, wow. <laughs> come work for us. That's awesome. And, um, and Windows Phone died. We rebranded to Windows Central. I started growing our Xbox audience because when we first started covering Xbox, the Windows Central audience hated it. They were like, wow. "What's this? Is nothing to do with Windows Phone? What are you doing?" But then, <laughs> but then Windows Phone died. You know, <laughs> so. Um, yeah. We had to pivot, you know, pretty hard, and now we just cover anything that's sort of Microsoft related. And but yeah, that's it. Now, now I'm here. Keeps yeah, I was busy. just literally hoverboarding. It's funny. It's yeah, funny yeah, it what does. you said then. It reminded me a lot of what MVG said, Modern Vintage Gamer. How oh, right. he used to be just old, uh, all about the emulation stuff and homebrew stuff, and then he exploded when he covered the original Xbox. But he was worried his audience would be like you don't talk about video game consoles why would you do this and it ended up being like his biggest video at the time and then it took off from there very very similar story interesting i i owe like i owe it all to the xbox community like they they were so like when i was on twitter with 200 followers or whatever they were so inviting and welcoming and windows phone community too like as i still Mm. speak to people from the old windows phone community like they were just so like passionate and interested in the tech and what microsoft were doing and you know there was this just this whole thing you know and um we all grew together like me mm. brand tim dog and dealer and cult and a lot of, a lot of these xbox guys like we all sort of came on board at a similar sort of time yeah and we all grew together and it's it's just been incredible it's just been absolutely incredible mm. you know yeah, it's 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 been fun watching it. You know, like we're we're obviously a little late to the party, um, but you know, it's a lot of a lot of what we see and you know, nailing it from an Xbox community point of view. Like we we've been lucky enough to have somehow landed some some amazing people in our little community, um, and 
it's it's been a weird ride right and it's nice to know that yeah you know if you if you have that kind of yeah i just want to do this because it's something i'm passionate about i enjoy it and then boom you never know where it might end up um so seriously like anyone can do this you just have to you know i when i was doing it was used to be my blog was called xbox mad back in the day i remember that <laughs> catchy um, yeah, yeah catchy <laughs> like that was um liam because there was a guy on um guy on twitter called liam pond and his twitter handle was xbox mad uk at the time and mm. um it was just like i want to make a blog about xbox and we made it together um but he had he had kids and stuff i was a loser so <laughs> i was just writing like i was writing like 10 articles a day for this blog you know that we'd made um that were based on his on his twitter handle you know um wow. and it's just, it's just crazy what happened you know, and a lot of the people from Xbox Mad, like, they got jobs in the industry too now, you know. Um, mm. A lot of the people from Xbox Mad are at Windows Central too now um, in various ways. The guy who actually is in charge of Xbox on Windows Central, um, he worked on Xbox Mad with me, Matt Brown. Um, mm. Awesome guy. And, you know, it's just crazy. It's I, cool. I still, still sinking in, even though I've been doing it for eight years now well, it's just crazy I, I think it's it's nice now at this point that you know I'd argue that anyone in the Xbox community has had to be uh, incredibly patient um, for, for for the one of you know the second richest company in the world or whatever you, however you want to phrase it to mm. actually be all in and now it's you know it's it's at this point where it's like yeah there's something to talk about almost every week because of some of the initiatives that they finally you know got off the ground um, oh man, it is it has been tough to be a Microsoft <laughs> fan over the yeah. years. Like they 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 killed Windows Phone with a tweet for God's sake, yeah. and they they'd spent <laughs> literally millions of dollars curating a community around Windows Phone, and they killed it with a tweet, man. And it's like, is this how you treat your customers? You know, and their their entire mentality was just completely mm. wrong for xbox it was wrong for yep. windows it was wrong everything they did was just a complete mess for years mm. and you know a lot of the a lot of the sort of internal politics and bureaucracy that sort of slowed down the process of change it's taken this long to rip it out yeah like yep. terry myerson when oh. terry myerson was like in charge of xbox because xbox was under windows that was such a huge sort of that was just a layer of extra sort of crap that phil and the yeah. team had to deal with <laughs> the right to word. get to satya you know so like now when phil was elevated to the senior leadership table and now has like a direct line to satya that's when you know the gasoline really hit on this and xbox ultimately can now realize its full potential and we've seen this on the Windows side too. Like Panas Panay is bringing the same kind of passion to Windows. What a gun. Yeah. It's, that, that it's, it's a really exciting air. time for the ecosystem. But it's been yeah. awful. Yeah. Awful for years. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that's the best thing. And, and it's the thing I think is, is unique to the Xbox community particularly is that when Microsoft screw up, this community will fucking tell them. They will mm. be like, yo, no way, no, nope, not cool. And they'll make a big old fuss song and dance. And I feel like 
predominantly when other communities and companies do screw up it's just taken it's just taken mm. yeah okay and then then you'll see this like weird justification dance going on where you're like yeah. why are you what do you you know you're the consumer what do you care about the their bottom line it's, it's i have weird... seen like the nintendo community blow up around like smash brothers issues and stuff like that yeah but, <laughs> you know it's um i think part of that is because microsoft actively engages with the community yeah. like yeah I don't. I'm not sure I could have grown as a journalist if I was covering another platform exclusively, because even when I was like really small, like Microsoft supported supported me with codes, supported me with access, yeah. And you know, I've seen we've seen Phil jump on very small podcasts in the past, and you know, help them blow up and help them get traction and stuff like that. Like that, all the execs and all the people at Xbox are accessible. So on some level we know that they listen because they reply mm. to tweets yeah they yeah. they see this stuff and they see the articles we put out like i put out like articles last year talking about how xbox had terrible localization on the store like it was really mm. hard for them to see languages and still they've still got a long way to go to fix a lot of those issues with the store um with, when it comes to localization but because of that article they put a team in place to start hacking away at these problems which are some of them mm. are legacy issues with the code base on windows 8 store because all that stuff's still powerful <laughs> windows 8 it's gross, um, isn't it? <laughs> but that's but that's been stripped out for windows 11 so um that's a good thing but anyway um i digress like the the community engagement's amazing with xbox and i think that's why like one reason why we are willing to be so noisy because we know they'll listen i feel like yeah. if if we thought nobody was listening it might be a bit different Mm. Yeah. Questions is. Mm. Well, two questions. Your favorite Windows phone? Mine is still the Lumia 920, personally. Because the camera on that thing was. Yeah. What ridiculous. was the bright yellow one? Was that the 920? The 920 came f- in bright yellow. The 920. Yeah. A, a lot of them came in yellow. The 920 and the 1020 mm. came in yellow. Oh god, this is so sad now. I used to have like ten Windows phones, but I had, you know, I had like thirty or forty Windows phones. But um, my favorite was the fifteen twenty, the big phablet. Oh yes, it was yes. like six point eight seven inches or something. It was a monstrously mm. big phone, but yeah. it it just had the most amazing battery life. Like two days on a charge, mm. really abusing it. You just can't get phones that do that now. Yeah. Um, I love that phone. Polycarbonate mm. back, amazing camera, yeah. beautiful display. Man, I just love that phone. Um, but, you know, my Samsung Galaxy is not so bad. It's, a, it's okay, you know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the, the same amount of, like, endearment to it, though. No. No, it, the, it doesn't. The nine, I don't know. The If, if you... The 920, to this day, I still don't think there's a phone that's matched its low-light photo quality. The, the, like the, the 920 low-light yeah. camera was, wow, unbelievable. The, the cameras so on those phones are so far ahead of their time. Like, yep. the, the fact that you can control the shutter speed on the Lumia phones, yep. like, mm. all phones do that now, but you could, like, you could stick a 1020 on a tripod and lower the shutter speed really low and you could like mm. you could make amazing low light photographs with that because it like it'd you know take all the light in with the slow shutter yeah, speed yeah sucks it all but in the, yeah but the, the dual processors 
the dual core processors weren't powerful enough to process the 40 megapixel images on that phone. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious, bro. Here, let's here let's not are. let's not bore the people with my best friend. Here we are. I, I know, do I this just, podcast fairly low. I know, but and we've like, gone on a half I've hour always, tangent on Windows Phone. I know, but I've always <laughs> viewed Windows Phone. I've always viewed Windows Phone as arguably the biggest mistake Microsoft has ever made. Like they they so I was working in phone retail back before the iPhone came out, or around the time the iPhone came out, and. The most popular phone going around at the time was the HTC Diamond. Stunning little sleek phone. But of course, Windows Phone back then was literally the desktop OS shrunk down to a tiny little screen. (laughs) So that was before we got the, the tiles and all that sort of stuff. And I look back and I think, if we had got the Windows Phone we all know and love back in 2005, 2006... The iPhone probably wouldn't exist now. Like, maybe. Because Windows Phone was a legitimately good phone OS. And I just think to myself, if you had paired the proper Windows Phone with the HTC Diamond, that would have been the iPhone before the iPhone came along. And I the just. The problem is, nah. as well, like, Bulma was like. Bulma just lacked vision and he was like really stubborn if you watch like mm. some documentaries and people comments that people have made about Steve Ballmer he said something like about touchscreens he said touchscreens were stupid or something <laughs> and like I think the Windows phones back then had like like a capacitive screen with a little little mm. stylus yep. that you had to yep. tap yep. it with and he was like oh no one's going to use a touchscreen with their fingers yep. you know like and, and there, there were probably people screaming at him <laughs> oh god yeah. oh for sure there are probably For people sure. screaming at him, Steve. What, what are you doing? And Stop like, <laughs> there was um, there was it was recently there was like some weird interview where a Google engineer was saying that like, when he when he told Steve Ballmer that he was he's moving from Microsoft to uh, Google, Steve Ballmer threw a chair across the room. <laughs> so. <laughs> Steve, do, Steve Bobber doesn't seem like the kind of guy you want to say no to or you want to like <laughs> um, yeah. contradict maybe um, at least Steve Ballmer like saved Xbox from the red ring of death but I think a lot of Microsoft problems were just Steve Ballmer's inability to listen mm. and like you know like, I remember him saying things like we'll never put office on other platforms you know we're We'll build an ecosystem that's, you know, mirrors Apple and stuff like that. And Satya has completely turned that on its head. Yeah. They completely flipped that. And just be like, let's go where customers are. Let's make devices that people actually want, you know, and stuff like that. And mm. Look at their share price. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember looking at Microsoft share price and thinking, man, I should buy Microsoft shares. They were like $25. Like $25 a share. I would have had like a thousand percent return or something, you know. At this point, if I if you're good, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yes, yeah. I apologise. It was Windows Mobile, not Windows Phone. It became Windows Phone, but you know what I meant. Beast I'm also seeing on. a lot of love for the Zune in, in the chat, and yeah, I had mm. the I had the Halo Three Zune imported from from America, and I loved that thing. It never came out here, did browns. it? No, it didn't. Did but you did see Elon it. Musk's tweet about the Zune? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. maintain it, and Zoom Zoom fans will know this. the 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 operating system, the the application, the Zoom app, was 
and still is visually the best music player ever. Um, I loved that thing. It was just so cool. Never tried. But yeah. Um, well, I'm going to jig- jiggle <laughs> things around in order to try and get this train back on track. Uh, Windows 11, you brought it up a couple of times. Uh, Microsoft mm. had their uh, big event. And from a gaming perspective, Looks nice. um, were you pleased with what you saw? Because there's been a bit of an uproar in terms of that, that it's apparently limited to Gen 8 CPUs, right? And it, there's mm. been some backtracking, but they're not backtracking and testing done. What, what, what are your thoughts after their big sort of song and dance about it? Who? Me or Nick? You, because <laughs> Nick, Nick's going to be like, yes, Windows 11, isn't it? It looks nice. It does. It looks like. <laughs> See, it looks it looks very Mac OS. Yeah, uh, nice. that that's sort of that's sort of my thinking on Windows 11 right now. It's like it looks nice, you know, um, and I think what what really matters is things like performance, bloat, mm. and like what is this actually going to be like when I get it running on a machine? Because luckily, mm. my machine does support yeah, Windows 11. I bought so I bought a razor blade. Yeah, I bought a Razer Blade 17 Pro last year and I was like, man, I really can't afford this laptop, but I bought it anyway. <laughs> and I'm really glad I did now because uh, my previous laptop before that wouldn't support it. Um, there's a lot of upset Surface Studio fans right now who oh. bought Surface Studio for $4,000 and they're not supported. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people at Windows Central who've got Surface devices do- who no longer have them supported for Windows 11, but... I don't actually, I haven't fully read into what they say is the rationale behind some of this. A lot of people are saying it's because their OEMs want them to push new laptops and they want to like, you know, re-energize the PC market, which isn't doing too badly. Like there was, Mm. was, I remember like a decade ago, there was all this doom and gloom, like iPhone was going to kill PC, iPad's going to kill PC. PC sales Mm. are actually going up and not meeting demand Mm. right now. Um... So, uh, you know, and I'm sure Windows 11 will inject a sort of another booster to that. But as pertains to Mm. gaming, you know, it's sort of like, uh, it was kind of like a lot of stuff we already knew. Like they already said, they already talked about direct storage before, um, Mm. direct storage, NVMe. I think NVMe is like the minimum requirement for direct storage to work. And then it's kind of like, you know, will devs actually use it? Because most people with game PCs Mm. run their games off a hard drive not NVMe a lot of the time um, yeah. and uh, you know and also there's stuff like the auto HDR stuff like that's pretty cool auto, yeah it, it's sort of like you know again HDR can be hit and miss sometimes it's sort of, a lot of it's just yeah. sort of wait and see at this point like it looks great I think it looks gorgeous especially in mm. uh, dark mode um, yes, but I'm sure with Windows 11, I'm just sort of like wait and see right now. I want them to fix the Xbox app, man. The Xbox app yes. is so yeah. slow. I really yeah, like it looks nice, but it's super slow. I feel like it mm. updates every day, like but nothing mm. changes. I'm like, well, why are you installing this update? Yeah, yeah. And it just goes round and round and round, and games yeah. don't un- uninstall properly, and you know you get errors, but you can't really identify what the error is, and it's all because it's tied to that back-end Windows 8 app store. Mm. Um, I mean, and some of the announcements they said that they would allow any kind of application, you know, Win32, uh, and Android. the Android apps. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, like the the whole mm. Android app thing is like it's just crazy. That's so weird. It is weird. It's- 
It's a what, way to... what's the what's the thinking behind that? It's a shot at. It's a shot at Chromebooks for one thing, I guess, because Chrome OS can run Android apps in a little window like that. But it's also oh, kind okay. of like, it's sort of they they put a big emphasis on touch devices at this event. They were talking about how like Windows have like bigger touch targets now and you know bigger hitboxes and stuff like that. And then it's mm. more it's more iPad like when you flip it around and because like the current version of Windows is just like it. It's sort of it doesn't understand what it what how to be a tablet basically no, it doesn't no. understand it um, <laughs> it's like what what well, I'm a tablet now I don't get it like it's it's pretty bad mm. as a tablet but so I think like the Android app stuff is maybe to move against the iPad too because like if you've got like a win if you've got like a Surface Go or some like nine inch sort of tablet PC you want to have tablet apps on it right right now. Yeah you pretty much don't have any tablet apps on a Correct. Windows PC tablet. But if with Android, you know, you'll have your Snapchat and you'll have your whatever, and you could sideload wherever you want. So, because um, right now it, it, it supports sense. the the Kindle Fire app store, but I think like they are going to let you sideload. Mm. So you could sideload Android games on there. You know, you could sideload, I don't know, Genshin Impact, Anything. maybe. I don't know. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. It, it depends Anything. on like... Yeah, depends depends on like how the emulation works. It might be terrible. It might just like not work. It might be like mm. okay, like only only certain apps that are really simple work, or maybe the apps can't access the file system because they're in containers. Or it's again, it's another wait and see. Like it sounds great on paper, yep. but will it actually work? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll literally be a kind of yeah. Okay, let's let's let it come out. I've, I've already seen a visual design thing that I don't like, but I'm assuming they'll let us change it. Where they put the recommended, they put the recommended apps below the pinned apps when it should be the other way around. But also, I just yeah, I, I, I don't prefer know. for it never to recommend me anything. I know what I want on my desktop. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Please go away, Windows. Don't tell me what to download. That's right. Um, but yeah, um, okay. So in an effort to to move swiftly, uh, <laughs> last two things, um, and both things were thought dead. Jez and but, I are both involved in these. Yeah, thought dead but aren't actually. So the first one was, you know, and I'll give you your moment, Nick. You want to talk about Killer Instinct a little bit more? Yeah, I, I, we. So I found the podcast episode from July last year where I wanted to tell everyone Killer Instinct wasn't dead but couldn't, and then Jez kind of alluded to it much later in the year, and I was talking about it with Jeff Grubb, um, and now Phil has finally come out and said. But we've known for a while that they're not done with Killer Instinct. They just can't find a team to do it because Iron Galaxy certainly aren't going to do it. Mm. Um, Iron Galaxy said said they would do it, but it's that's like not true. I don't think the, that's is, true at all. Yeah, is it is, is it? it actually just just them saying that? It seems I, I really suspect like, that's the case. Yeah. There's just not many fighting game studios out there that are like independent in a, in a sort of way. Like well, the system mirror, which made Guilty Gear, I think are independent. Um, Dimps, but, yeah. Dimps could do it. If only, um, if only they bought. If only they could buy a studio, studio, a fighting game studio. Maybe there's one they're talking to at the moment. Who knows? Hmm. Maybe, maybe there's one that they've been talking to for a while, like a this long time, like maybe like a year. There's one they've been talking to. Who knows? 
This, this is how um, it starts. This is, this is how someone, it starts. Someone this is in how the Discord. Become someone, someone in the Discord brought up a cool idea, <laughs> and I pinged this studio on Twitter. Um, the studio that makes um, the Power Rangers game. Oh, yeah. And I thought, wow, that's actually a pretty good call. Like, I played that Power Rangers game, and it, it focuses a lot on combos like Killer Instinct does, and it, it, I'm not going to say it feels like Killer Instinct, but it does have a very similar feel and vibe to it. And I thought, you know what, that's actually not a bad call. So I pinged them and, of course, did not hear anything back. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but wonder if they couldn't just, like, you know hire some of the key people yes. who worked on it and just give it to the coalition or something yes, and make, like... it, make it like hyper violent again because yeah. yeah, one thing that bugged me about Killer Instinct is that it stripped out a lot of the violence that I remember from the original games it was just sparks and stuff instead yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't I didn't need it to be like <clears throat> more combat violent but like what happened to the fatalities and stuff like that not fatalities yeah, yeah. they were called something else in Killer Instinct humiliation uh, stuff like that yeah no, that rings a bell there was a few things in killer instinct yeah i can't remember what they were called now i'm i'm getting really old yeah my that's, that's something well. like fatalities in killer instinct yeah that were not included yeah that like they give you like the ultra combos but yes i don't know so but, yeah it's like um, killer instinct. But maybe they're looking at that but that was the thing that i had said now almost a year ago something is not dead it was Killer Instinct. But I mentioned that on a podcast yeah, late with, last year with, with Jeff, with Jeff Grubb. Um, um, but yeah, it's good to know though. It is very comforting to know that they're aware everyone wants Killer Instinct back. They do want to do it. They just need to find the studio. And I'll tell you now, Iron Galaxy ain't it. It's not going to happen. Oh. The other thing that was dead, <clears throat> because <laughs> the, the, the third game was really shocking, but might be coming back is apparently dead space right and this is something i think again i don't like stroking your ego but you know i guess you enjoy it uh this is something that i I think you had maybe what six seven eight weeks ago maybe last year i can't even remember now it was the the episode it was the episode where i was in sydney for that wedding so yeah about eight Uh, weeks ago something like that i might uh maybe a little bit less than that and i talked about how i you know, I believe that current EA would look at bringing back Dead Space. And then I put a tweet out not long after that, and then Jez did his thing where he hangs shit on me when I tweet something, <laughs> saying, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool if that was happening? I just, I just knew, I knew from the way you worded that tweet that you were talking about a leak. I just knew it, you know. <laughs> because I'd heard that uh, yeah. Um, I had heard but that. yeah, and and then I, uh, I think I heard it's not a sequel though. It's not a sequel. Yeah, I think I believe it might be a reboot. Yeah, I believe it might be a reboot. I was told it wasn't a sequel and it's not a remaster. So what does that make it? A reboot? Yeah, yeah. like Doom. A reboot like Doom, I assume. Yeah, um, something like that. And there's yeah. a, the latest rumor is that. Um, Mot- EA Motive are making it? Yes, yeah, EA Motive apparently. Team. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was Jeff Grubb that like copped crap for sort of... Because I, I didn't watch his 
stream where he mentioned it, but apparently articles came out after Jeff Grubb said something saying, oh, Dead Space, Dead Space. I think because he used the word dead or something <laughs> or space or something like that. And everyone was just like, so it's Dead Space, it's Dead Space. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think EA might have got a bit annoyed about that one. Well, about that one coming out. But they'll live. They'll live. Like just said before, we hear stuff and we get told not to say stuff and we don't. But then you see something coming in the distance and you know it's going to get out anyway. So you're like, may as well be me. Mm. Uh, and I, I will mention this one. So Keris Netics in the in the chat, good old Keris. Um, she said uh, WRT feedback. I don't know what WRT stands for. Maybe yeah, what's um, WRT? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I, I know I pinged... Uh, xbox pr about this and was like hey you know a lot of the community want these pride controllers and, and she's written i would love if people had been more vocal about the pride controllers that they gave to influencers and and didn't sell um mm-hmm. that that was i did ping i did ping people at xbox about that yeah um, but i didn't a, get a reply no not mm. did i um but you know you know, maybe maybe there should be. It is a bit weird to me that you'll Space do something jet. really really cool and then just give it to like thirty people that yeah could probably afford it more than most, and then that's, that's it. Odd. Yay! Happy Pride. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 sort of it sort of sucks the message out a little yeah. bit when just a smidge. and it's like when they're trying to say it's not for marketing reasons and then they do something like that and they don't share it with the community. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just one of them things, I guess. Hopefully they'll sell them or, you know, give you a way to stick them on the design lab or something like that. But It would be very um, cool. I, I think so, there were some people at Microsoft that weren't happy about that either, um, the way that was handled. But mm. Hopefully, hopefully that feedback will be, be taken on board. The other super chat we've got is Dead Planet. Dead Planet. Uh, Colin Moriarty, who I like. Okay. Uh, has one opinion that I vehemently disagree with. That is, PS5 compared to Xbox is the quality over quantity quantity option. Seems to me this opinion has an expiration date. Games are games, right? Uh, In my my opinion, I think all Sony games seem to have uh, an extra layer of polish that Microsoft was struggling to uh, reach. Mm, I agree with that. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just this—you know—that last six months of pure. Yep, we're just going to polish this gem until everything is perfectly shiny. Microsoft just didn't go that extra mile. But I, PlayStation games in general, the the long narrative-driven stuff is not really my kind of video game anyway. So, I would say to you that everybody likes different things, and you should just play what you like. It's just See, me. I, I am like. I am Sony's target market, like because I do like those narrative, polished, violent, mature sort of games. Like The Last of Us, I I, I played The Last of Us for the first time pretty recently because I, I didn't mm. have a PS4, um, and I was just like blown away by how amazing it was. Like from right out of the gate, it, it punches you in the stomach, you know, in a way that mm. Microsoft games often don't. And yeah. I, I've talked, I've talked to Rand. Like I often feel like. Microsoft sort of, I don't know, 
they try they're played safe with their narratives a little bit sometimes like it hasn't been i haven't really felt emotionally involved with an xbox game since like gears of war 2 maybe like yeah. not counting ori because ori's emotional in a different way i think but yeah. like mm. but like gears of war 2 and gears of war 3 were just like they had some really sort of gut-wrenching moments and like Halo 4 as well actually like the the ending of that not to spoil it I thought that was pretty emotional as well but um, in a different way again but I feel like yeah. Sony's like more willing to like go for that sort of Hollywood cinematic quality and mm, that mm. sort of Hollywood sort of shock you almost kind of thing whereas Microsoft just historically hasn't been which is why I'm hoping that like now we've got you know more potentially more creative freedom and potentially more sort of like you know microsoft letting studios do whatever they want and you know we've got hellblade coming and stuff like that and hellblade was just sort of such a i hate using this word because it's used to death but there's no other word for it it's such a visceral game a visceral <laughs> experience it, it give, hellblade really gets under your skin and sort of you know grabs you by the lungs almost it's it's sort of like it's an incredible experience so i'm, I'm i am hoping that we Good start game. to see more of those kind of games out of microsoft but um but i tend to agree with that like sony just seems to have that sort of go, go that extra mile to sort of make something um i don't know give it that sort of extra little bit of quality but yeah although i i have noticed like and I don't know if I don't know if this is a trend, but it feels to me a little bit like the PlayStation Five. Their first year plan seems to be a version of Game One Point Five as their sort of first year. So like Miles Morales mm. was like Spider Man, not two, but like One Point Five, mm-hmm. little short, mm. same engine. Don't have to do a lot of that groundwork to build all the yeah. assets again. Da, 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 da. You know, we've got Ghosts of Ikushima that's apparently coming that is possibly similar it feels a little bit that they're doing doing that and i don't know why that is is that is that just to get those games out and try and get that hype for for ps5 or am i just imagining things i don't know um i think it's like if you sorry go on no i was just gonna say if you think about it given given everything with the pandemic it's kind of a smart move too to make these smaller uh, expand alone things, uh, I've actually always loved those and preferred those because I love my short games. Yeah. Um, like Infamous First Light was infinitely better than Second Sun, and was like a fraction of the price and was nice and short. Like I didn't have to invest hours upon hours upon hours to complete it. ODST. Um, was brilliant my second favorite halo behind ce um similar uh, odst he was amazing i loved odst it was so good i I, i'm a big fan of that and i mean i guess hive busters is the same thing it's just hive busters isn't standalone you need gears and i think microsoft and the coalition should really think about breaking hive busters out on its own as a product you can buy separately without to a 150 gig download attached to it yes please <laughs> like it's good like hive busters is good like i would argue better than gears 5 from a campaign perspective um sell it on its own like yeah just do it it's i don't know it's weird i still make weird decisions 
Yeah. I think like well. I think the expand alone thing. Uh, I mean, that's an in- interesting word. Did you make that up? I've never heard that before. I don't believe I did. I don't. I don't think I, did. I like the term. I've I've been using it for a long time, but I don't believe I made it up. Standalone I'd love expansion. To say I did. Makes sense. Yeah. I think it's it's Expand like if you've alone. got if you've got a game and a game engine, like that could have more content. It's almost like why not do it? Like yeah. the long dark, for example. I can't believe how the long dark has sort of managed to sustain itself entirely using free updates all this time basically just expanding on the same world with new features and stuff it shows that it can work you know um and their entire business model is free updates to what is becoming a pretty old game and Mm. it's it's just it's been so impressive watching the long dark do this um but i think it only works if a game is a specific type i don't know if it works super well if a game is sort of like linear in structure because yeah. then it's it is sort of like you know you're not sort of revisiting the same world with sort of from a new perspective which sort of makes it it's almost like it's almost like a mod you know if you if you, you know some mm. of those big mods you can get for skyrim or or you know some of those other games uh like fallout 4 and stuff like that it's almost like like a, a big mod basically and um, Sony figured out a way of like basically showing the same game but from a new perspective with some like new extra features and stuff like that and giving you sort of you know what people want more of I think yeah. like I think this is a this is where like Microsoft has a bit of a gap in its lineup in terms of like open worlds they can use to that end and they kind of do yeah. with Sea of Thieves um, but that's like a multiplayer sort of game I would love to see like an open world single player game from Microsoft that does that, you know, with a, with mm. strong characters and a, a strong world that has like the kind of personality that makes you want to revisit it. Yeah. Like um some games it just wouldn't work because it'd just be like I'm totally bored of this and nothing will make me go back to it, but um yeah, yeah. so only have proved that if the game's right then it can work and I think it will work well for Ghost of Tsushima and Assuming it's true, Nick. <laughs> Insiders. It's <laughs> oh, always oh. giving me shit. Pes- pesky blighters. Um, okay. Well, you know, I think now is the point, and and brace yourself, Jez. I don't. So I don't know if you've ever sat through our community questions, but um, our patrons. Oh, you didn't want to ask me if there was something before that. Oh, do I get to press the rumor mill button? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Yes, you do. I love the fact that you can't see this, but there's a cool room mill thing playing right now. Wow, what is this technology? Man, this podcast <laughs> it's, is advanced. It's, it's lit, mate. Uh, okay, out of the blue, it's a goddamn yeah, yeah. room mill. Well, do you, remember, do you remember before how I nearly let something slip? Yeah. And then there was a few people in the chat, what was that, what was that? And I sort of mentioned, started to say the word remaster, so I quickly reached out the person that told me about quake because they also mentioned another game to me at the same time and i said oh is it okay i'm doing the show live right now can i mention what you told me about like how long ago was it like a week or two ago they're like yeah sure um so what they told me at the same time they told me quake was coming back was that there's currently in development a legacy of kane soul reaver remaster 
Blimey, now that is yeah. good And that's news. why I said it's very hardcore, very... That's a very niche hardcore... A remaster? Yes, so, a like remaster. A, like a that's that's what they said. I said... Not a remake. Sorry? Yeah. No, not not okay. a remake. That because that's what I asked. Mm. I said, "Is it a remaster or a remake?" They said, "Remaster." Um, that sounds like Square been... Enix. <laughs> <laughs> Square Enix. Um, uh, so yeah, that's the. I, I did enjoy that game on Dreamcast. Um, so I, I believe it's being announced this year. Um, maybe at PAX, or it could get saved for the Game Awards. Blimey! I know um, one friend who's going to freak out when I tell him that that's. That's possible. Oh, there's a Assuming lot of people Assuming it's true, because you're obviously a bit of a fraud. So the Game yeah, Awards will be fun up. this year. Yeah, <clears throat> they <will>. should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at the same, and that's the what I remember. How I said was it last week? When did I talk about Quake? Was it last week? Yeah, it was last about Quake. Week. And yep. I said there was something else I was holding on to. Yeah, yeah, that was Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Um, cool. So, I was going to hold on to it longer, but then I nearly let it slip before, and I wasn't sure if I should say anything. So I thought I'll. Can see some younguns in the chat, like legacy of fucking what, mate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> legacy, yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at him. Legacy, bro. What's <laughs> legacy of Kane? Legacy, ah, uh, legacy of Kane. Soul Reaver was a, a really good. Do you remember that game, Jez? That was a good. I game. do. I do. I, I like. I remember. I think I played it on PS2. Um. Was it, P- was it a PS1 game or a PS2 PS1. Game? PS1 uh, and Dreamcast. PS1. Jesus. PS1 and Dreamcast. PS1 like, when I hear remaster, I'm like, ah, please remake it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a PS1 yeah, game. Yeah, full-blown like, remake. What the hell? It's going to look terrible. But anyway. It all depends. Uh, I, I remember I, well, I got stuck in some castle and I was like, I can't figure out where to go and I just stopped playing it. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless it's one of those things where the source says remaster, but... Maybe they meant remake. I don't know. I they said remaster, remaster, remake. Uh, Who knows? One of the arms. Um, yeah, they just get yeah, like I've got here. Yeah, a remaster of original Soul Reaver. Like, hmm. unless yeah. it's just a wording confusion thing. I don't know. Like, they're gonna to put it on watching... Android. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I can't, this, ima- I can't this, imagine Soul Reaver One is gonna look very good, even if it's remastered. It's I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said to people all the time, I'm not Jez. Jez likes to have documents which lay things out exactly as they are. I don't have the luxury of relying on documents. I rely on other people telling me stuff. So if they're mishearing or misquoting or whatever, well, then that means I am too. Um, but they've said remaster, not remake. So interesting wow yep so there we'll see go. how that goes but I know there's a very very passionate hardcore yeah. base for Legacy of Kane um yeah. it, it yeah. feels like vampires are, are coming back in a big way right like we've got mm. we've got Arcane doing a vampire game we've got what was the vampire game that they announced Masquerade that, 2 Vampire Masquerade 2, 2. yeah mm. it's like everyone's getting on the vampire the vampire's the new zombies is this the thing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Rumor mill out of the blue. Uh, aren't you all lucky? Yes. Rick, um, Rick Payne, I don't know when the Sony event is. I've been getting a lot of DMs about that on Twitter and I don't know. I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out when it is. Um, 
I think I was originally told it could be within the week when I was told a few days ago, which to me says end of June, which is where we are now. But they're leaving it a bit late if it's end of June. So yeah, I, th- I think the current rumor that's been floating around is July 8th, apparently. I don't know. Um, I keep asking. And they keep saying that they're trying to find out. So I don't know when the Sony show will be. Um, but when he does, he'll drop it on Twitter straight away. The yes, I will. Jerk. Make sure I upset more Sony <laughs> people on Reset. Um, so the only things I've been told about and we're allowed to say were about Ghost of Ikushima and that we're going to see some God of War gameplay stuff there. Cool. Yep. Intrigued. Well, okay. So... Um, very very quickly um, uh, Jez as you know we're supported by our lovely lovely patrons so we do like to give them some love um, so in, on this occasion uh, big love to Croak56, Blast the Bass Notorious, Notjack, Sewing Shade The Scarecrow121, Torn Raptor, Crazy Spaz VK Andrew, Brit, Keras Nottian, Gabquist, Hexer, J Repper uh, this box is covering the screen. It's just the letter K. Kiroi Senko, <laughs> Cartoon Soldier, Red Sun, Saint Irv, Shadowgasm, are running Riot. We love you lots. Did you say uh, Blast the Bass? Yeah, did you I mention said, him? I oh, you did. Blast okay, okay. I, I thought I didn't hear it. I thought I didn't and hear it. Okay. Speaking of Blast the Bass, if you haven't watched it, uh, he launched uh, one flew of the, the Xbox coop. era shows, co-op. which is Flew the Coop, uh, which flew is a co op focused Xbox games night with various members of the Xbox era team that you can go and watch and it's all a live stream and it's all good fun and and shenanigans i think they did halo 2 anniversary for their first episode so feel free to go check that out and now jez you get to experience our insane community questions um brace yourself these people are nuts um i'm braced there's gonna be shrimp i'm just i I know we cleared all the shrimp stuff out the first thing i'm looking at is bloody shrimp it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of shrimp questions in here (laughs) nick Please. Okay, Colbert, it's not even a question. Not a question, just a statement. And if you could see this, there is a picture of shrimp on a plate with some sauce. That's the very first Delicious. thing, Shadow. Power, power. Another question here. Thoughts on this? And it's a link, right? And when you click the link, which I will do right now, it's an article. The environmental impact of shrimp aquaculture causes effects and mitigating alternatives. And there's this entire article about the shrimp ecosystem and its impact on the world and, oh my god seriously oh Jess. wow i didn't know that i, hate you, Jess. I feel good now uh, <laughs> um okay to, to the first actual proper question uh phylaxis greetings lads and shrimp king shrimp king kind of sounds like someone from the little mermaid with the disney pirates of the caribbean crossover and sea of thieves being a huge success What's another movie game combo that'd work well with a crossover? Forza Horizon Cars comes to mind. Oh, that'd be so good. My son would lose it if Cars were in Forza Horizon. Um, I don't know. That's a cool question. Another crossover with a game. I don't understand. I have two points to make. One, I don't understand how Cars, the the franchise, the Pixar franchise, got three films. Because the first one was great. The second one was terrible. Yes, it was. And, and the third one was great. Yeah, but what nice. people don't realise is... I mean, everyone knows that money talks. And what people don't realise is that Cars, that Pixar movie, at the time was like their highest grossing Yeah, I suppose Pixar it was a good movie. year and brands. And the and merchandise money. was off the charts and it made 
crazy money. Like my son has like over a hundred of the diecast matchbox style cars. Yeah. Like he was obsessed with it. Fair Kids enough. And this we had that um we had that weird Terminator Gears of War crossover. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why was that a thing? That was, was so random. Yes. There's um, a film coming out. Promote it. It's yeah. like. Yeah. They did, they did similar they, things like Halo was with that Ghost movie the even any good the first yeah. 10 minutes uh, were, and then it went rapidly downhill rip yeah but the um, Pirates of the Caribbean thing is good it is it's a good crossover uh, and this was my second point is that I played it and I was really excited to play it after you know if you, if you, if you watched the, us reacting to the E3 live stream like I was very very excited when I saw that because I knew I knew prior that there would be Disney presence, and I, I figured it out the day before. Mm. <laughs> and I yeah, pinged someone. Jeff Grubb and, told and, us and, that there'd be Disney presence, didn't he? Yeah, and I pinged I pinged someone uh, the day before with with, and I guessed it. Um, but I was still surprised to see it because I, I I put it out of my mind. Um, but it's broken, and I know they've patched it today. Um, mm. But man, it was such a rough experience that first go round. It sucked all the fun out of it completely. It was just completely. Com- it was a waste of two hours of my life, um, and I was really That's gutted about it. But in terms of franchises that that they could link with, man, I have one. Go on. I have a good one. Speaking of games I don't like or play on Xbox, that could get great crossovers. State of Decay, The Walking Dead. Like yeah, State of Decay is the walking dead video game you have to find shelter and you build a community and it's literally the walking dead so do a crossover so my, my issue with these these sort of things is that like oftentimes they just seem weird and don't work very well like mm-hmm. monster hunter had like a final fantasy crossover and there was like mm-hmm. a whole Geralt of rivia appearance in monster Hunter world as well which kind of mm-hmm. made sense because he comes through in yes. a portal and he hates portals and you know the leisure comes with it but like I I guess like it depends like do you just like accept it for what it is like a cool little thing or does it seem like weird and stuff I don't yeah. know I think State Microsoft of the needs more franchises is what I'm, what I'm thinking right now <laughs> <laughs> like um <laughs> Apparently, like, I've heard that, like, the Halo team and 343 are really, really controlling over the pr- the presentation of Halo as an IP. Like, everything has to be perfect in a specific way, and the lore has to be all perfect and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I can't really see Halo doing something like that, like a crossover, because of that sort of stuff. But who knows, you know. Fortnite's seen a huge amount of success with crossovers. And yeah. also Sea of Thieves has as well. I suppose like we see Thieves, there's a lot you could do with Sea of Thieves now. They've pretty much opened Pandora's box, you know. They could do like I don't know other piratey sort of franchises like mm. I don't know Hook. You know br- <sighs> why not bring Peter Pan and Hook and the crocodiles in? You know for a DLC. Why not you know do the Goonies or something like that? I don't know. Like there's a, there's a hell of- yeah. Man, how many pirate things even are there? There's actually not that many. Thinking of there's not that many. No, <laughs> no, there's not that many. I'm yeah, really I, c- I can't really think of one. <laughs> the problem I have, and I think Chesley touched on it, is that it's not just that they don't work. It's just oftentimes they feel really forced. Yeah, so it's like it's yeah. like oh, this is just really a bit cringe. 
Like, yeah, well, they're, they're not really done very well. Yeah, it's, it's clearly like, someone's paying yeah. money to be in the game, kind of. That's yeah. how I f- take it. Like, sea, sea of Thieves and Pirates of the Caribbean is like one of those rare rare occasions where it does make complete sense. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't, like that's a good, that's a good and decay. tough question. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've, you might have noticed that Nick's donned a robe um, and, a, and a fake pipe, and that's because Keris asks very interesting questions but there's often a bit of a preamble so i just want you to relax you know put your feet up <laughs> perhaps perhaps just close your eyes and imagine you know imagine yourself there as part of the story as you as you wind in so go, go on Nick, please okay i actually for some reason i didn't realize that Keris had a question i you pointed it out to me later which was funny uh okay hello panel please bear with me i have been in a funny mood this week, and I did have a question about narratives in games. Having played Sunless Skies for a review John would hate, and no one would read, so say hello to great Aunt Whimsy instead. When I worked at college in the art department, I lived with the other two art technicians. Let's call them Dave and Jen. Jen was a lovely hippie who was all about screen printing and stained glass. Dave was an anarchist potter type who rode a bike and drank a lot. One time Jen and I were making disposable lighters have massive flames for fun. Dave saw this and reminded of something he had learnt. He ran off to the kitchen. There was a lot of noise, some swearing, the back door being opened and what sounded like someone urinating into a Pyrex jug. Is that right? Pyrex? Uh, He proudly returned to show us the jug and declare fire breathing. He had learned how to during his gap year, getting munted in Indonesia. There's some real British words going on right now. <clears throat> munted. Oh, munted is a classic. Aussies use that too. It's such a good word. How do you fire breathe? Jen asked. Paraffin was the reply. Both of us glanced to the dining table, half of which was Dave's bike mid-repair, and the other half was a stained glass window being cleaned up with a very noticeably empty bottle of paraffin. Did you buy more paraffin? I asked. Nah, can't find the bottle. I got something better. Something better we discovered was petrol from his bike fuel tank, which was in the garden covered in a plastic bag. Before we could stop him, he ran outside, taking a mouthful of petrol, spat it out and lit it. There are a few things that I've seen that were as majestic, beautiful and terrifying as the flower of flame that left his mouth. The returning bloom of fire, which set fire to Dave's head, was one of them. In the shock, he opened his mouth, spilling the last of the petrol over his shirt, which naturally started to burn as well. He attempted to beat his head out with his arms, which served only to fan the flames, but to set his forearms on fire. (laughs) At which point we realised what we were watching and ran inside to fetch something to help. A fire blanket, a tea towel uh, dropped in the washing up bowl, and then the washing up bowl. Somehow he had the foresight to roll on the wet grass and use a combination of the above. We We three managed to put him out. He refused an ambulance, and we were all too drunk to drive, so he spent the night weeping and groaning with his head in the bath filled with cold water. Wow. After several hours, he was able to come downstairs and hope that frozen peas would help the birds. We only had fish fingers, though, so we watched as he silently walked into the kitchen, grabbed a bottle of wine, a pack of fish fingers, and returned upstairs. (laughs) Oh, my God. All of which leads me to my question. (laughs) Which is better, fish fingers or chicken nuggets? 
I will take time to make the whimsy more game related in the future, oh but I just God. ran out of time, and this was in my notepad of vital questions. Chicken nuggets. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the nuggets. I love fish fingers, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with the nugs. <laughs> I'm going to go with fish fingers. There he goes. Oh, wow. The contrarian. Yeah. Yeah. I think I it's like because, mm. since I'm dieting at the moment, fish fingers mm-hmm. are slightly bigger for what the amount of calories you get generally. Good call. Yeah. And they're better for you, I'd assume, <laughs> than chicken nuggets. Yeah. Potentially. Well, Potentially. Fish finger sandwich, lovely. Well, it's, it's fish. fish. Fish is healthier than fake chicken. Fake chicken. Oh, fish finger sandwich yeah, with mayonnaise. Sublime. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm not, I'm not getting drawn into the mayonnaise thing. It's, what? It's not what happening. mayonnaise thing? No, no, nothing. Zit, nothing. There's nothing to do with mayonnaise or shrimp. You're British. Let I me am ask British. You, let me ask you a question. I mean, you're southern, so you're kind of British, but um, <laughs> that divide. Um, have you ever, have you ever had twiglets with mayonnaise? Uh, twiglets what are gross because my might sucks. Uh, so I'm going to say no. What are twiglets? Twiglets Typical are basically southern. marmite crisps. You, you, gross. You, you've got knickknacks in Australia? No. Okay. Wow, you're missing out on some seriously good crisp right now. Um, anyone, anyone in the chat with knickknacks? If you don't know what a twiglet is, it looks like a knickknack, except it's gross and covered in. I don't think they have knickknacks outside of England either. No. Shocking. Ribbon so, saucy. So oh, they're like they're like flavor. little they're like little sticks, <laughs> like breadsticks with that marmite. They're, uh, they're, okay. they're the best food in the world and if you dip okay. them in mayonnaise it's it's just heavenly but I can't seem to find anyone else that does this it might just Wait. be me have you, you had aioli want... yet? I told you to have aioli have you had aioli yet? no, no I have not oh, come on aioli I, I is you, I'm dieting, man. I'm I'll tell you what no, I know. I'll, I'll speak to my wife she does all sorts of weird things with food and she, she often when drunk will combine all sorts together I will get her to try Twiglets and mayonnaise because she's a big fan of mayo and she does like Twiglets and I'll, I'll feedback and let you know if she's like this is glorious who invented this and I can be like Jess Corden Jess Corden invented it are you eating mayo at the moment on your diet <laughs> no light mayo not, oh, okay because <clears throat> aioli is just basically aioli is basically just mayo with garlic effectively I, I, pro- I probably could fit it in you know it's so nice I'm just I'm just it's eating so I'm just nice. eating to like 1200 calories a day so i can okay. eat anything i want but it's like i'm going for things that actually fill me up to 1200 calories a day like i ah, could have one big mac maybe high um, protein try high protein stuff satiates better than anything else i i don't find that it does for me I, i'm really? eating a lot of bread and that feels no me. that's not no that's not Every, everyone don't, says don't that man bread. bro i've lost 70 do pounds i've lost wow. 70 pounds this year that's incredible, dude. That's okay, awesome. fair enough. Well, I, if it uh, works I, for you, then do it. I've also been dieting um, because I had a bit of a health scare and I've cut all sugar from my diet as best I can aside from the two I have in a coffee and the two I have in a cup of tea. And I've cut that down to one coffee and one tea. And I've lost uh, 10 pounds since mm. the week before last. I saw mm. 13 stone on the scale, on the scale and I was like... I haven't seen 13 in such a long time. I've been like mm. hovering at 14 and a half. And anyone in the chat is like, stone? Pounds? What? Yeah, bloody stone. Yeah. I hate stone. Do Australians use stone? 
No, no, they don't. No. They use kilograms. No. Kilos. We use kilos. Use kilos? Yeah. Kilograms. Why wouldn't we use kilograms? come out the Commonwealth. Kilos. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. shit. <laughs> Stone. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> so Australia is clearly ahead of everyone else. What is it? What even is a kilo? A thousand grams. A kilogram. Are you serious? It's a thousand grams. Well, it, yeah, I, I agree What's with the metric system. Well, I know, I know what a gram <laughs> is because of drugs. Because <laughs> of drugs. Let's not, let's not get into that. Because of drugs. I know what grams are because of drugs. This is, this is what those questions I do. I can't even imagine like what... I can't visualise a kilo in my head. Uh, do you know how I do it? Bag of sugar. Uh, that's, a, that's a kilogram. Boom, bag of sugar. How heavy is that? Oh, it's about a kilogram. Oh, bag of sugar. There you go. I've, I've pretty much cut sugar out of my coffee. I used to be three sugars in a coffee. I used to back in the day when I was younger. Then I went to two and I was two for a long, long time. Then I went to one and now I am none. I have managed to find a way to drink coffee without sugar, which is good. I tell you what, I do like by, by the sugar I have in my coffee. I have brown, brown demerara sugar. Yes, I have the raw sugar as well. And like, mm, the raw sugar. Yep. Now I want a coffee. I put a bit of I put a bit of honey in mine these days. Good choice. Natural. Oh yeah, honey is a good mm. one. Uh, okay, next question. We got off on a massive <laughs> tangent just then. Uh, the scarecrow one hundred and one. Good whatever to the two pommies, uh, the Yankee who's not with us. And the Aussie, the Aussie being the best one. Hey, hey. Simple question. What pets do you have uh, and how good are they? Cheers. I have a cat and I hate her. <laughs> I have. I want someone to take my cat. Uh, I was going to try and give you one of mine. I have three cats. One is 17 <laughs> years old and likes to poop in shoes, uh, which I find hilarious. <laughs> Like my best, my best mate when we used to live together and she was a bit younger then but I used to live in a first floor maisonette which is a flat with a, another floor above it and I remember like I can smell cat shit there's a cat shit anywhere and he was like I can't see anything and then I looked down the stairs towards the front door and his vans were there and just curled out at the top of one of the vans was this fucking turd that she does so she's got worse as she's got older she just poops everywhere uh, but I've also got two very boisterous kittens called uh, Boots and Gherkin, and my kids love them. Um, but they are the craziest animals. They are parkouring all over my house at the moment, <laughs> and because they're kittens, every fly that might come in from yeah, the sun, yeah. uh, they're knocking plants over. I, I came down. Um, I vape, right? And this juice is like a gelatinous liquid, and I just brewed like a full liter of it. And my wife had left it on the corner of the worktop. And my son woke me up at 5.45 in the morning and goes, Daddy, I've got some really bad news. I think the kittens have knocked over your pipe juice. And I come downstairs <laughs> and my, like, barely a year old laminate, there's just this pool of, like, really difficult to get up, oily stuff that's just fucking my floor up. Yeah, not loving any of my animals at the moment. So much drug talk. Pipe juice. Pipe juice. <laughs> what about I you, I know Jess? what a gram is because of drugs. I have no pets. <laughs> um... At my girlfriend's place, there's like a cat that half lives there. It comes <laughs> back like every, when it's hungry, but it moved <laughs> in with a neighbor who f who fed them more food, and the cat got really fat. But like if, if, if he if if he gets locked out of the neighbor's house, then he comes home. But like, <laughs> but that's it. That's what they do. 
They gave I am, I am actively them. looking into keeping shrimps, though. I'm actively. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually serious. I'm going to do it. Goldfish are surprisingly and... hard work. Really? Uh, maybe shrimp maybe, are easier. Maybe it's not a good idea then. I, do you guys Sh- like shrimp? Like to eat? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't it. like shrimp, and my wife made a shrimp pasta. We've, we're doing Go Fresh at the moment, which is like where you get the meals delivered to you exactly in the quantities that you should have. And it was a shrimp one. I was like, I don't like shrimp. She was like, try it. And I put it in my mouth, and I felt its like entire body there, and it kind of didn't break. But as I bit it, it kind of just like squidged, and I was like, Argh! and it just came out of my mouth, and I thought it was gross. And she was like, "Why is that so weird? You don't struggle to eat like dead cow or dead pig?" And I'm like, hmm. "Because it's like a piece of the animal. This is the whole animal. There's the head, it's the tail." And she was like, "No, they put its digestive tract out." And then she went, "Oh, this one's still got its digestive tract in." And I was like. You're eating its poop? Like, come on. <laughs> Ain't no. you meant to, like, take that bit out? Yes. Yes, yeah, you are. Shop-bought shrimp usually come with it removed, but she was just like... Mm. I was like... Oh. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Can't Garlic prawns is amazing. Garlic prawns is an amazing dish. Ugh. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Torn Raptor. G'day, cobbers. It's good to see Win 11 going from offset windows to central windows. Hi, Jess. There is many good names for video game studios out there that are straightforward and none too special. What studios past and present do you think have the best names? Be it that they are awesome or funny. I won't suggest any as I feel it would be better not to pollute your minds. I am more interested in what you come up with. Lastly, if you collectively decided today to form a studio, what do you all agree to call it? Thanks guys. Best studio names. Oh, I've heard some funny ones that I can't bring to my mind right now. I but... really like um, Chainsaw Some Games. Do you know them? <laughs> no. Chainsaw Some. What do they make? No. I remember. The, I remember their studio name, but not what they make. Chainsaw Some. Chainsaw Some. They make Night Squad too. Do you okay. know that game? Night Squad. No, I don't. And. Yeah, they haven't made m- many big games. I think Night Squad is the biggest game, but yeah, Chainsaw Some is one I always think of. Chainsaw, um, there's a lot out there, and I wish I could like I've. It's it's unfortunate that they haven't stuck in my head. Like I'd see the name, have a bit of a chuckle, and then move on. Um, in terms of cool names, like I like the name Ninja Theory. Yeah, I think that's a cool name for a studio. Um, I like the the molasses flood just because it's so unique. The Molasses yeah. Flood. The Molasses Flood. They made... Um, oh, what's that game called? Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. They made The Flame and the Flood. Did you ever play that? Ah. Yeah. No, but I know was, I know the game, but I didn't play it. Yeah, it's like a survival roguelike sort of game. It was like one of the first idea Xbox games. It's a really great game. Really highly recommend it. But yeah, like the, the name, The Molasses Flood, is like... Yeah, there they are. The Molasses Flood. Man. They're, they're named after like this disaster in America yes. where yes. a giant tank of molasses exploded or something. Yep. And in flooded. Boston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought mm. that, that was like quite a cool, unique studio name. I'm, yeah. try- I'm trying to rack my brains and like, it was is Fat Shark? Uh, they did yep. um, Fat the Warhammer Shark. ones. Like, I quite. The, the idea of a really fat, fat shark. Fat shark, shark yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Face uh, Punch. Yeah, <laughs> just because uh, it's like 
It's to the point, you know. <laughs> I love Face punch studio. Play Dead, right? And and interestingly, yeah, Play, play dead. dead, funny name in itself because you're playing dead, but then the guys that announced Somerville, they've called their studio Jump Ship because they've jumped <laughs> ship from Play Dead, yeah. which I think is, is really unique. <laughs> That's good. Oh, look at um, Respawn. They all left Infinity yeah. Ward and called themselves yeah. Respawn. Yeah. Respawn. Um, That's actually a good name too. Yeah, uh, I can't think of. What would we call our studio? Something with shrimp. Yeah, Shrimp Co. or something like that. <laughs> shrimp, 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 a- shrimp King Games. Shrimp, Shrimp Aioli, Shrimp Aioli Studios. <laughs> Twiggly <laughs> some mayo. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh jeez. Oh god, this is so dumb. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, All right. I'm going to pause for a second and just make sure that I cover off before I completely forget them um, mid patron questions uh, a couple of super chats DS Omen um, while we're on the studio talk let's say run. I presume you're saying you run Xbox and you get the chance to trade one studio with a competitor's studio oh, what's yeah. the trade you make the studio has to be similar in value Mm. Right, so you can't you can't go trading compulsion for Naughty Dog or something like that. And I'm not dissing compulsion. <laughs> was... They're just small versus yeah. Naughty Dog that are huge. I would trade three four three with uh set with uh Santa Monica. Okay. Same. Guess what about you? You do the same. same? Yeah. Wow, no, no love for three four three in this in this gang, huh? Uh, I mean, I would... I, is that even fair? <laughs> what? What? The trade? I, don't, I don't. I don't think they're equivalent. Like, frankly, <laughs> um, but, uh, um, uh, that, that's that's what. Well, I mean, it's it it's more equivalent than saying compulsion for Naughty Dog. Let's say it's it's funny because Halo Halo is a billion dollar franchise. I guess that's right. So and, know, and but, um, Santa Monica has only ever really worked on one franchise, which is God of War. Yeah, uh, three for three are just Halo. So to me, that seems fairly. It's equivalent. Lo- yeah, it's okay. It's a two two flagship thing. two flagship yeah. franchises. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I would three trade for three for them. I would trade. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the billions of studios they have now. I would trade. I would take um, Insomniac. Yeah, for uh, sure. Who would I trade for Insomniac out of Xboxes? Three for three. No, I would. Oh, man, I don't want to give up the Coalition. They're they're pretty damn good at what they do. They just need to be unleashed from gears. Um, they will be. Man, that's really hard because now after that, I'm like, oh, who do I, who do I, who do I give up? Uh oh, man, I'm probably going to be stuck thinking about this for ages. Like, and I shouldn't really take it. This do you seriously. play? Do you play Doom? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you don't play if you don't play Doom, then trade it. No, I can't get rid of it. No way. That's crazy talk. No, I don't know. I'll have to come back to it. Okay. I'll suddenly shout it out at some point. And the other um, quick super chat that that cropped up was um, uh, Agaratos Hinosis. Um, Agaratos Agaratos Hinosis. I assume favorite it's Greek, OG Xbox games. Favorite OG Xbox games. Mech Assault. Halo. It's easy. Mm. So I didn't really have many. I had an OG Xbox, but I think the only game I had for it was Halo. <laughs> 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 I don't want to. 
Um, yeah. It's Halo. I mean, there's lo- there was loads of games that I liked that were on Xbox, but I think I just played mm. them on PlayStation instead, like Max Payne, or I played them yeah, on yeah. PC. Max yeah. Payne 2. Yeah. And, and Splinter Cell, maybe. Was Splinter Cell on other platforms? Uh, it wasn't for a while. It, then the, it, yeah, it, it, it was did, exclusive yeah. to Xbox for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, sorry. Slight no, tangent, okay. but uh, carry no, on. No, we had to get to them. Uh, okay, Dio game. Wow. Dio game taken on Keras. Uh, for a fun challenge, I decided to see if I could take on Keras style question. <laughs> there you go, it's in the first line. Uh, if you prodigious assortment are running late, you can skip to the end. Trust me, I'm not Keras. Don't bring out the robe and pipe for this. I've already put them away. Um, wet towel and herbal cigarette are far more fitting for me. Good evening, panel. Back in the days of elementary school, young Dio was not exactly what you would call physically inclined. His knees would give out regularly, still do, due to hyperlaxity. I have never heard of that word. What the hell is hyperlaxity? It's this thing um, that causes your knees to give out easily. Just explain that, man. Weren't you reading it? I've never heard of it. That's all. I'm just saying. It says, hold on. It says also known as double jointedness. Okay, oh, that okay. I know. Yeah, they bend both that, ways. I know. Yeah. Okay. Nevertheless, it was school policy that we try out for the cross country team every year. And every year, it was if I was so much as able to complete the course, it was something of a small miracle. Of course, I was cut almost always immediately. I really shouldn't have minded. I didn't want to be there. I hated running. It was school policy. But nevertheless, it was a real kick in the nads for my self esteem. However, my luck changed in the fifth grade when I finally found out there was a sport for me named W5H here in the lovely south of Canada. It was a regulated trivia program and my school had a team. Immediately I tried out, having done significant amounts of studying and practice and made the team. I did pretty well as well, memorizing factoids from a number of different diverse subjects. I was really good at that too. Uh, there were some odd snags, such as an overzealous parent who forced her daughter to be a starter, despite her daughter not having the level of skill needed for finals. But on the whole, I look back on these days fondly. I even won a medal for accomplishment, and man, it felt good. However, there was one person from the school I always considered my rival. For the sake of levity and pri- uh, privacy, we'll call him Jim Ryan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jim would always go toe-to-toe with me in the competitions, and while our knowledge levels were fairly similar, he was the fastest draw in the West, or I guess technically south of Ontario, on the buzzer. He was, in many regards, my first rival. Flash forward four years, I'm in high school. I'm trying out for W5H once more, and guess who is right there with me? Jim Ryan. Jim and I had had to compete to get placement, and after six months of competition, he was placed on the star team, or Team A. I was placed on Team B, despite outscoring many of the members of Team A. Team A were by all accounts the favourites of the coaches and got all the attention, praise, etc. While meanwhile on Team B, we managed to qualify up to the top alongside two other schools and Team A. Team C, unfortunately, never fared as well. Finally, the matchup of the century happened. Jimbo in one corner, me in the other. Team A versus Team B. The challenge that nobody wanted. And after several heavy-duty rounds of trivia, Team B, the underdogs were victorious. The coach couldn't hide her disappointment. In short, we ended up costing Team A the championship spot, and we did not have the record to reach it either. Do I regret not throwing the match? God, no. And thus, after a year of feeling lesser in spite of our accomplishments, many on Team B, present company included, left behind trivia. 
It wasn't until about four years after that I rekindled my relationship with trivia by writing for a website. But that is a story my lips are sealed on. All of this is to say, Nick has said for a while that he re- that he views Returnal as Housemark trying out for Sony. That's right. We now know about a number of high-profile Xbox Game Studios global publishing titles coming from independent studios like Interior Night, IO Interactive, and Avalanche. Do you view these titles as potential tryouts for Xbox acquisition? Do you view them more as Xbox signing a deal with a team they can't buy, case by case? I'm interested to hear your thoughts. P.S. The Shrimp is a lie. Yes, it is. (laughs) The Shrimp is a lie. It actually is. Um, Yes, I think they could be potential... Um, like auditions for acquisition, maybe. Avalanche and IO, I think they could be. There, there was a lot of talk. Like right, it always happens before E3. I know, like I know. a couple of days before, everyone goes nuts. And like Jess, I'm sure you 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 recall like it went from <laughs> yeah, this is going to be an okay show to a really good show to a oh my god, they're not actually going to announce acquisitions. And then like, and I'm sure you've heard the same names that went around mm-hmm. the houses that we did, right? Um, and I'm still hearing that one of them is, is done and it's just they're just waiting to announce it but man I wonder what happened there like that what what dropped into the inspi- insider sphere that just went and churned all that mess up just before E3 um, but do I view them as tryouts for acquisition I I don't know I guess any no, game no, maybe, maybe tryouts not the right word it's it's the start of a relationship yeah like so it jez i think had said that like um contraband and project dragon are like long-term projects is that right yeah um i know i know more about (laughs) funnily enough i know more about dragon than i know about contraband despite the fact dragon's not even been announced um Mm. But again, like these documents are pretty old, so the but the the Project Dragon info I have is incredibly detailed and wow. in depth, and um, you know a lot of these the the gameplay details could be completely different between now and launch. Like I always think about how like um, Kingdoms of Amalur was originally meant to be an MMO, for example, <laughs> and then yeah. scale back and scale back and scale back as the Project Reality dawned upon them, you know, mm. so. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, Project Dragon is meant to be like a decade <laughs> worth of game. Mm. Um, that's what it says in the in the stuff. You know, we could <clears throat> we could you know have a ten year plan for updates for this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it certainly felt like Contraband uh, potentially is designed with that in mind too. Maybe not to the same extent, um, but. One of the things they're working f- they're working in for Dragon, at least according to this original spec, was this sort of like procedural dungeon system, and not not just like the old sort of like right. There's a con- there's a bunch of games that do this right now. Like World of Warcraft, Torghast has like this tile system where it will like st- it'll just drop in random bits of a dungeon to make a dungeon. Um, it's like it's like a tile system. I think Gears Gears of War Escape Gears yeah. Escape Mode kind of does it too. Um, but they they're going for like the next level of that, like this sort mm. of procedural dungeon system. Um, but also like there's a story and there's social hubs and 
all this kind of like stuff Very going ambitious. on top of it as well. It's it's incredibly ambitious, and it sounds incredibly incredibly expensive. So like when I was reading about this, I was just sort of like, man, this sounds like a big risk to put on like a second party studio. Like it'd make a lot of sense if they were acquired, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But I certainly haven't heard anything about them acquiring IO. I think it might just be like, um, you know, the fact that they're working with them on this game supposedly, and that Avalanche is working with um, working with Microsoft on Contraband. Like it just kind of, like you say, the start of a relationship, and maybe it could eventually lead to something like that. But with Avalanche, it's kind of complicated because they're owned by a Nordic film company. Yeah, yeah. Um, IO Interactive might just not want to be purchased. They might be like, well. We cash we cash flow in our you know our needs right now with these deals we've got for James Bond and Project Dragon. Mm. Um, uh, we don't need to be acquired. Um, maybe mm. they're thinking like if Project Dragon blows up, we'll be worth more money, and we'll be able to negotiate a better deal for for us. Um, yeah. So it could could be that as well. I, I don't think I don't think either company is really in a sort of desperate position to sell right now. Um, yeah, I think Thomas Marler made a similar point when 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 we you know we've we've had him on a couple of times um, from Moon Studios and, and you know lots of people said oh when are you, you know when are you being acquired by Microsoft and he you know, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Thomas he's a very blunt uh, and direct individual <laughs> um, but he was just like why would I sell now like I've made Ori the Will of the Wisps with my team I've made Ori one both really acclaimed successful games like I'm only worth this right now but if my next game is worth even more and it goes really really well then you know I'm worth even more so why sell now when I'm in a great position and it's like yeah you got to remember this is a business at the end of the day it's not all just about list wars and console wars and fanboy shit it's about what's right for the company at the time so yeah I mean we know we know they're looking we know yeah. they're looking they've been very Direct with that's the, arguably that's right. the whole point of that pre E3 media briefing, right? Was yeah, hey, look, here's our CEO and chairman uh, saying, Yeah, we're all in on gaming and we're going to get bigger. So, yeah. yeah, take that as you will. The good news okay. is there's only four questions left and they're not as long as Keris or DO Games <laughs> or DO Games. Okay, uh, Quiet Gamer 90. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing well today, especially Jizz. Why, especially Jizz? Yeah, he's special. Jeez, what are we? thank you so much. Why is he especially? Jez is the bully. Why is Jez especially? Jez? I'm not a bully. I'm lovely. <laughs> you have sent thousands of people to my DMs asking about shrimp. That is bullying. That is a form of bullying. Wow. It's I'm, harassment. I'm, hel- yeah? I'm helping you grow. <laughs> With shrimp. I'm not going. I'm not going to argue with this. The irony. The irony of shrimp being used to help me grow. <laughs> Speedy recovery for end. Okay, questions. A. Any rumblings about when the Halo Infinite Insider flights will be dropping this summer? Didn't that already start? I thought that already started. There are no rumors idea. out there that things. But Not public. Think... The insider ones, like they've as said in... in their blogs, they've said you know we're, yeah. we're doing limited. Things. That's right. That's what I was referring to. I thought oh, they said like... they'd already started doing that. Yeah, some there, Xbox MVPs nothing... have been testing Halo Infinite for months. You know, yeah. so it's yeah, you know, it it's it is in testing. Like Forza Motors, Forza Motorsport Eight has also been in testing with some yeah Xbox MVPs. 
MVP program yeah. is sort of like it's where people get nominated and they get access to special betas and give more direct yeah, feedback. Yeah. They're like super community members, supposedly. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, they've been testing <laughs> Halo Infinite and also Forza Motorsport, so and yeah. a bunch of other <laughs> stuff probably. That's what I was referring to. I thought but, that. But if you're talking like, about like, there's also the Halo Insider program, which is sort of like yes, yes, a little bit more public. I don't yeah. know off the top of my head, but if you go to windowscentral.com forward slash tag forward slash Halo dash Infinite, there might be a news <laughs> post there that Brendan's wrote about it. Um, yeah. So if if memory serves, they've yeah. If, if memory serves, they they've been very vocal and said if you want to play before launch, join the Insider program. So if you're wondering if they're going to drop a public open beta, I don't think that's going to happen between now and whenever the hell this game comes out. If you want to be able to play in a form of beta, go and sign up to the Insider program. Like they've been. I think that's a mistake. I think Not having a public one ma- is a mistake. It, it, it's a matter of resources and time, I think. For, yeah, it would be nice to have mm. a public one. I think that they're great, but... Would you rather they focus on building a stable, semi-okay branch off for people to test, or would they continue like, to test? Yeah, but hold on. Halo multiplayer has been and is way ahead of the campaign, and has been in a more ready state for some time. I want a working multiplayer day one. And having a multiplayer beta is what helped Halo 5 launch so well in terms of... Say what you want about the quality of the campaign, blah, 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 blah. Halo 5 was rock solid day one. Yeah, the multiplayer um, was. And it was. I don't want to have a repeat MCC, right? But That's right. And I'm I, like, I, well... Mm. I think the largest scale f- flight you will see for Halo Infinite will be via the Insider program. I, don't I, think, I think that's a, a mistake. I'm just I I I don't know I'm just that's my guess we'll see. Uh okay. Second part, what did you think about Phil Spencer's statements on the Drop Frames podcast regarding the release date of Halo Infinite? Going by his 3 to 4 week window given for release, my guess is that it will be releasing sometime between November 15 December 15, perhaps most likely in December. There are still Man. conspiracy theorists that think September. September's yep. not happening. September's I don't not happening. See September happening. But, it's not happening. Yeah, they're basically waiting for Call of Duty to tell you a date, and then they'll do a thing. Probably. I'm sure. Probably. Like they'll stay out of the way of their partners' big games, and they'll they'll land somewhere in that pool park. But I don't yeah, but see, to me, <clears throat> yeah, but to me, this is the year to go head on with COD. COD's gonna suck this year, so this is the year to take COD on head on. Yeah, it's Surely. not just about. It, yeah, but that's that's probably approaching it from a consumer. Yeah, let's take it to COD mindset when you know th- these are partners of Microsoft. Are they? You know, they're partnered <laughs> with Sony heavily. You know what I mean? Microsoft are the nice guys now. They're the. They're the well, they're I think the they need to be pricks. Of the I think they industry. need to be pricks and put Halo uh, on its anniversary on November fifteen, and COD can get stuffed because COD's. Yeah. Who's going to play COD this year? It's World War Two again. Really? Who cares? Who cares about World War Two anymore? Come on. Let's move on from that as a setting, shall we? Mm. Jesus. There you go. Okay. Beast Mode 10. Hi, Jez, John, and Nick. 
This question has no prologue. We'll come straight to the point, unlike a few others. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have hints or clues as to which regions and which data centers are being prioritized for conversion to Series X blades? Nope. Murica. No, Je- Jez might. It's just... Jez, it's, no? You just know it's, it's going to be America first. I know that, like... <laughs> um... I know they've got sure. them in Redmond, you know, obviously, because that's where Microsoft is. Um, so, yeah. like, the Northwest Northwest US data centers probably first. It's going to be America first. Let's, let's face yeah. it. It's always America first. And then probably yeah. Britain second. And then... Um, Australia you know, like never. The, the less important countries like Australia last. <laughs> you know, Australia like never. Australia, Australian <laughs> Xboxes don't even connect to the Australian service for the dashboard. Wow. Do they really not? They really do not. as well. Do, does Australia have xCloud yet? Yep. Oh, yes. For Android. Oh, okay. But it's still um, in testing and beta and all that. It's, uh... Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be a process, you know. Like, I was, I was surprised that they did it even now. And I've been... I don't know if this is public or not. Or did I hear this? Or did someone <laughs> say this on an interview or something? Be careful. I don't know. Careful, Jazz. It's it's all right. I, yeah, I, I don't have sources to to annoy. <laughs> like I say, it's all documents. Oh yeah, that's so true. You can't upset a document. Um, but you know, it's uh, I've heard that that one thing they're doing with the Series X server blades right now is, I, I I'm pretty sure Microsoft said this publicly, but they're instead of using them as Series X server blades, they're using the Series X to run four instances of an Xbox One blade. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I remember them mentioning that ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so okay. so I think like what they're doing right now is they're not using them for resolution; they're just using them for loading speed. Um, yeah. Because um, so like most people don't have the downstream for 4K anyway, let, let alone 120 frames per second. So like I think what they're just what they're using is the the overhead from the CPU to do the video encoding. And they're using the SSD for faster loading, but I think like when a lot of what a lot of people are seeing is that like the games are still like 1080p and stuff like that it's because they're running the mm. Xbox One version on a Series X, so you get some benefits of the Series X, but at a resolution that makes more sense for a phone. And I think that's how they'll do it for the time being, while they're still rolling them out and while we still have this chip shortage. Because they still want to sell Xbox Series X consoles as well. Yeah. So right. um, I, I expect this rollout for Series X blades to go well into next year. I think yeah. like we'll see we'll see benefits in the US and UK immediately. Like I I think I think I'm pretty sure that I've already got the Series X blades because it seems to be way faster and way more responsive. I put a video up on Twitter of me playing Halo at 60 frames a second. I've never got 60 frames a second on a 3D game on xCloud before until recently mm. wow. so I do, I do think like there are some there are some countries that have had it but I think like for, f- to get full 4K like your your own personal Series X server blade I think that's going to be like well into the future like next year yeah. maybe so it's going to be a slow process I think I mean yeah. yeah I mean the goal is to have this mostly on phones and tablets so 1080 surely is okay for now yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, most like I say, most people just don't have the downstream for 4K anyway. So yeah, 
Uh, when do you see a play with xCloud while you download a game feature arriving? Because they had talked about that where you just start playing and it starts a stream until the game catches up or something like that. Yeah, when, so... when the plates are upgraded. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. They did say that, that bringing that would xCloud be to the Xbox app on Windows 11 and stuff. Yes. But um, I think, again, it's sort runs. of like... Yeah. It's kind of like, do they do they want to use that xCloud feature and just give it to everyone? Or is that going to be a an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate perk? You know, if yeah, you've got yeah. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you can stream the game before it's finished installing. You know, it's mm. because you have to think every time you add a feature that uses xCloud, you're also adding load onto those the server right. farms. Mm. So um, I think that's part of that's also tied to the rollout of the Series X blades, which is, you know, going to be an ongoing thing. So, Je- it could, hey. again, it could be, like, next year or something. Question, Don, Don Jess. Don in the chat. Sorry, oh, well. Nick, just quickly. He said, uh, if the game doesn't have a series version, it runs the one code. If it does have a series version, then they run the series S version because they don't need more than 1080p. Oh, okay. That's apparently what they're doing. And he's, oh. he's, he's fairly up on his knowledge, so I'll take it. I was going to ask Jez something. So, they, they alluded to bringing an xCloud app to Xbox One. Do you think they do it to 360 as well? Man, like, it makes sense, doesn't it? I haven't heard that's what they're, they're doing, but they're, you know, I'm, I could probably find out. But I, I haven't heard... how many 360s are online still. There'd be more than you think, I reckon. More than you think. It's the sold 85 yeah. million, man. Like, you know. Yeah, there is still I, I mean, I've still got one that's online. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like why not? I mean, like, it makes there. sense, right? But yeah. yeah, I think at the same time, Microsoft might want to just sell those people a hundred dollar streaming box, which is which is something they've said they're working on, and which I heard before they're working on. They're incubating all <clears> sorts <throat> of products right now. They're incubating streaming boxes. They're even incubating handhelds. Um, but I, whether they get out of the lab or not, I don't know. But they're but always, me, they're always like, looking at this stuff. My thing was, like, I had spoken about this, like, years ago in the Discord. Like, why wouldn't you make an xCloud app for Xbox One and 360? Not so much because, oh, you know, you're going to lose money because they don't buy a new console. To me, it was more, given what happened to them between the 360 and Xbox One and all the market share they lost to PlayStation, to me, the xCloud app for Xbox One and 360 is more a retention strategy. So keep those people on board saying hey hey look you can kind of play these new games on your 360 and then when you're ready to buy the new console no worries come across like to, to me it was more a retention thing than anything else but i don't know yeah maybe i mean i suppose it ultimately it hinges on how many people are actually actively still using those consoles you have to yeah. presume that like someone who's still using the 360 probably isn't the most engaged gamer out there maybe yeah. no i don't know but could be wrong. Yeah, great yeah. <laughs> time now. And I have to. We'll have to remind Beast Mode that uh, it's one question. <laughs> There's four questions. When yeah, I said no. there was four questions left. It's actually eight. <laughs> yeah. What is so a why is, short, short, quick answers? Why is Rainway or Parsec not an acquisition target yet? Rainway Tech Partnership is used for XCloud on the browser. I don't know. Maybe they are. We just don't know. Yeah. No, I don't. They don't know need Parsec. They're, they're, build, they're building their own Parsec sort of thing. Um, oh, okay. But, 
you know, Rainway maybe. They might have mm. just partnered with Rainway to speed up the process, you know, mm. because obviously Google Stadia still exists. I mean, we laugh about yeah. it, but there's still, it still exists. It's still a thing. And it's allegedly pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, Stadia is technologically superior to the Xbox One blades. Um, mm. You know, remains to be seen if it could compete with the Series X blades, but, you know. And yeah. also, they got Project Orion for PC as well. Um, yeah. Which they bought with Bethesda, which, you know, they Bethesda showed that running Doom at 4K yeah. 60 remotely, which is which yeah. beats Parsec. Um, mm. And presumably, they're going to use that at some point. They didn't, they didn't yeah, Orion, I, I think they'll be doing a lot of stuff with Orion. Uh, previously, Xbox Microsoft were into acquisitions of tech companies like Playfab that added into GameStack. Are they still looking? Because Epic is seemingly gobbling every platform tech company in the background without too much media spotlight. They acquired Quixel recently, which does mocap tech for Ninja Theory and Santa Monica. Wishing Rand a speedy recovery. Thanks. Well, I mean, they bought that... Um, what did they buy for $19 billion recently? Nuance. Starts with N. Nuance, Nuance. yeah. Um, but that's not gaming related per se. But, I mean, Microsoft's mm. always looking for that sort of stuff. Yeah, they'll yeah. do it where it makes sense, but it's not something I've heard anything about. Microsoft can incubate a lot of this sort of stuff in-house. Like, you have to remember when they bought Bethesda, they bought a hell of a lot of tech. Uh, like, yeah. id, id tech that is a whole engine. And, mm. you know, they, they've got, they got their Orion streaming algorithm with that purchase too. And also, id tech was incubating a lot of VR stuff as well, which, you know... Mm. Um, you know that some of their APIs for VR um, are industry leading, so they they did get a lot of tech with Bethesda. Um, I'm sure Microsoft will you know continue continue making investments there where it makes sense. I think like the fact they were trying to land Discord but ultimately failed mm. um, speaks to that. But they also acquired things like Simply Gone, a little bunch of middleware yep. and Havoc and stuff Havoc. like that. I'm sure they mm. yeah. I'm sure they're going for more stuff like that, and you know, I don't think they necessarily need a lot of that, you know, mocap stuff because, again, they do a lot of that in house. And like, look at mm. look at Ninja Theories. Like, That's Ninja right. Theories just built their own mocap studio, in in house in the whole new building and stuff. Which is one of the reasons development was disrupted because they're literally moving studio. So, yeah. um, uh, yeah. Okay. More of that, of course. Uh, our friend Anorexic. Thanks again. Now, remember, patrons, we're still giving those codes for a Mega Rally Championship. I'm still doing <laughs> it. Every time I see a new patron, I'm still pumping out those codes. want to thank him again for that. Uh, my question is for the shrimp, the sufficiently humble real insiders of Microsoft panel. <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> acronym. Love it. <laughs> the shrimp. Uh, wow. With Starfield particularly being announced as an Xbox and PC exclusive, the remaining skeptics now understand that Microsoft aren't holding back any punches. Say you were in Phil Spencer's or Matt Booty's shoes and heard that Mo Yang decided that after 12 years, Minecraft deserves a 2023 sequel that leverages modern technologies like SSDs, ray tracing, modern GPUs, fast CPUs, and so on from the ground up to create a Minecraft 2.0 that will live as a live service for the next 12 years. 
would you make this game an Xbox slash PC exclusive? Oof. Yes and no. Yes and no. What I would do, if I was Phil specifically, is make it, put it on everything except PlayStation. That's what I would do. <laughs> if I, I said before, they need to be pricks. I said it before, they've got to be pricks if they want to get their foot in the door. And the way to be a prick is to put something that's going to be the most popular thing in the world on everything except your main competitor's platform. I, I think that it's it's as popular as it is because it's on everything. And the minute you, you say, yeah, Minecraft 2, but it's only on Xbox and PC, you, yes, you'll, you'll get you faithful, but it will never be as big as the original game. Put it on Switch as well. And on iOS. <laughs> and on Android. I said put it on everything just, just except PlayStation. PlayStation. Well, I'm just saying. That's like, incredibly spiteful. <laughs> oh, I've, bloody oath. That is... That well, is petty as i'm just saying like that's how you be a prick and they get back in the Phil, game didn't they sony rang phil's like are you taking minecraft away from us and he was like why would i do that i don't think that would happen Phil's but that wasn't minecraft 2.0 that was minecraft yeah. one i'm just saying he asked anorexic asked would you i'm just answering the question how i would answer it if i was phil i would not put i think it on like PlayStation. I think there's an argument to be made about that because like Sony have done things that actively, you know, sabotage, you know, Correct. like uh, charging, charging for cross play, making it yep. uneconomical for, you know, Borderlands just stripped out PlayStation cross play because, you know, yep. um, they didn't want it because it liberates people from having to make a choice over which console to get. Because like mm-hmm. group groups of fa- groups of friends at school, they all buy the same console, and if every if more people have PlayStation, there's sort of like a bias towards buying PlayStation because everyone's got PlayStation, and you want to play f- play with your friends who also have PlayStation. But if you don't Correct. need to do that, you could potentially buy an Xbox and play with them on PlayStation. So obviously Sony wants to disincentivize that with you know you know <laughs> charge like, charging money for it. Yep, that's so, what I'm saying. Um, they gotta be pricks. Yeah. Sony have no problem doing it, so yeah. they need to do the same. Like, and it's not just that they Sony very strategically money hat games that cripple Xbox as a platform for certain genres. So that's it now. Sony owns the fighting game genre because of Street Fighter Five. Um, that you know, it, yeah, Street Fighter Five in isolation didn't do the best compared to Street Fighter Four and earlier versions of Street Fighter. But Sony took the wider view, which is what smart companies do, and said, okay, Street Fighter V, we're going to limit its sales potential, but we're also going to cripple Xbox as a fighting game platform, which they did. Completely crippled it. Um, and that's why I said... So, they've got to be pricks. That's your answer. They've got to be pricks. Okay. Minecraft, right. Minecraft 2.0 is guaranteed to be, if, if it were to happen, sorry, is guaranteed to be one of the biggest things in the world. Regardless of what platforms it releases on, it's going to be one of the biggest things in the world. What better way to get one up and cripple a competitor platform than to not release it there? Switch is still massive. Like, Switches are getting smaller. So if you release on Switch, there's still 100 million devices out there that are going to buy it. You've still got PC. You've still got iOS. You've still got Android. Like, Fortnite's doing okay despite not being on iOS, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And iOS has more devices out there than PlayStation does. 
So I don't think Microsoft's going to be crying too many tears not putting Minecraft 2.0 on PlayStation. It's a very, very passionate answer there, Nick. Oh, I just wish they'd be pricks more. <laughs> I just wish they'd be pricks. Like, seriously, be a prick, Phil. Seriously. Just be a prick. There anyway. you go. Uh, I think uh, it's the okay. last one. Uh, is it? One's a more a comment, but I mean, you can read it out if you want. Uh, like. Hold on. Where are we? <coughs> uh, duh, 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 duh. Where are we? Where are we? Serious comment. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, they're more comments, aren't they? And it's stuff we've even been talking about. Uh, not Jack, what is your proudest recent gaming achievement? Does not need to be an actual gamer score achievement. What is your proudest recent gaming achievement? Hmm. God. Oh, I'll, I'll be soppy. Uh, I think I think it's it would be inadequate of me not to say uh, Xbox era has been probably my recent gaming achievement that I'm most proud of. Like, it's a good answer. This team, this team is uh, really really lucky that we've got as many great people as we have. I think like we're doing really good. It felt great to cover E3 as well as we did. Um, and I just feel like you know we're 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 doing all right and we're going to do even better this year. So yeah, I'm pretty proud of what we're doing. So yay! There that's you go. a good answer. That's mine. Jez's would be Windows Central, surely, but that's not that recent, is it? Je- Windows Central's been around for a while. Yes, it has. Um, I don't know. I think I, the first thing that came into my head was uninstalling World of Warcraft. I felt like <laughs> an achievement. That's a, that's a good achievement, man. I've <laughs> lost my little brother's yeah. lost like three years of his life to that game. So yeah, you know, like well done, uh, well done, you. I have I have over ten thousand hours played in World of Warcraft. Jesus, ten thousand hours. I don't know what that oh, translates yeah. to in years, but it's it's a lot of time. And that's a, that's a conservative estimate. That doesn't yeah. include the dozens of characters I've deleted. That's only that's the characters that I have. Years. Yeah, yeah. So that's a year and a bit. <laughs> and that Probably doesn't like that doesn't include a lot of characters that I've deleted. So those are the only those that is adding up the playtimes of all the characters I still have. So mm. that's a conservative estimate. Um, God, I thought yeah, I was bad with two thousand hours on Rocket League. Yeah, that's full on ten thousand hours. Wow, it's pretty no. bad. Um, it's pretty bad. I, I I can't think of one, and I can't even think of like an actual achievement, as in an Xbox achievement that I've gotten recently that. I mean, I finally got my last one in Rocket League. I've been trying to get it for four years, and I finally got it. Um, so I now have all the achievements in Rocket League. I feel more whole now. Um, that's about it. That's about it. Xbox era was a good answer. I mean, I had a little bit to do with it. Not as much yeah, as... Yeah, I'm proud. I'm, you're, you're part no, of I'm proud wasn't, of no, 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 team, I wasn't saying know? it that way. I was saying it as in, like... <laughs> I guess I also had a little bit to do with it, so I could also piggyback yeah, and ride totally. the coattails of that answer. Is all I'm saying. It's a it's a solid answer. I think I'm you know, uh, I yeah. think I uh, tertiary answer to that because I know it's the last question is uh, I'm also proud that I told Jez that we would probably be about ninety minutes and we were a good hour over that. So sorry, Jez. Uh, Jez I'm, feeling, I'm like feeling, feeling the burn right now. Feeling the burn. I got up at seven this morning, so. On that note, well, my kids woke me up at half five, so I, I feel your pain. Um, I'm, I, need, <laughs> I need to sleep. So on that note, um, 
I think that's the last community question. So it is. There was there was only just that one thing from Power that was like a comment, just a general comment about all the Xbox good stuff awesome. Xbox is doing, and we, we basically covered all of it too. So yeah, 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 yeah. So on that note, uh, dear chat and friends, um, we, we're going to call it a night. Um, a big, big thank you to thanks, James Jess. Gordon for jumping on. It's been great, and we Please. will try at some point soon to make the Xbox Four. Yes, yes, when Randy's happen. better. When he's feeling better, uh, maybe in a month or two, um, we'll squeeze a, an episode in here or there. Please um, uh, stop being an asshole and sending people my way with shrimp stuff. Please. <laughs> Keep doing it. I've got. Um, I, I don't want any more DMs about it. I've got so. You many. need to come up with something new, Jez. Like something, something else, crustacean-based. I don't know. No. Give it some thought. No. Um, but until until next time, um, much love to everybody in the chat, to our patrons, to the community. The chat's been on fire tonight, so we love you lots. Um, yeah, and it's it's over and out from us. We'll see you guys next time. Yep. Ciao for now. <laughs>